Hey everybody, welcome to the DCTV Podcast, episode 81. Uh, wow, we had uh, so many things go on on DCTV this week. We had uh, acid trips, and uh, we had the human target pop up. We had Godzilla-style monsters. In fact, two episodes, two different episodes are both called Monster this week. Right. On two different shows, which is kind of weird. Um, you know, we had Lucifer finally you know, come out to his uh, therapist. And then, of course, we had time traveling Negro spirituals. Oh, yeah. um, CW sung, sung by CW's slave. finest, uh, yeah. best, you know, slaves. <laughs> and a new DC animated release this week. Right, which we'll talk about later on. Shut up. And, and the most important event this week, the most important history making event. The Chicago Cubs won the World Series. Hey, hey, we got to get the show going. Can, can How about that Wonder Woman on, trailer, please? though? Exactly. Real quick. That real Wonder quick. Woman trailer talk, was awesome. Let's talk about the Wonder Shimma. Woman trailer real quick, man. Jim, I really enjoyed it. It was I'm a glad. wonderful trailer. <laughs> oh, man. And, and joining us tonight, Jefferson Jackson, evidently, from Legends of Tomorrow. Hello, I've been black all of my life. <laughs> That's right, Gray. Wait, 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 wait. Daryl's black. Chubb, shut up. I don't know. I don't see race. I feel like Sidney Poitier has made an appearance. Honestly. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Should I call you sir? Should no, I? With love, Mister Tibbs. I yeah. Mister Tibbs. Too far. Okay. Not enough vodka in my system. <laughs> You could call Jefferson Miss Jackson if you're nasty, but anyway. Oh my God. Ooh, we... <laughs> quite a week, quite a week on DCTV, but man, yes. I just want to shout out that Wonder Woman trailer. Yes. I know, you know, we keep getting the hype trailers and like, oh, I'm so excited, I'm so excited about all these movies, but I really am. I mean, uh, yeah. I, mean I saw Doctor Strange this week and it really was worth the hype. I yeah. just came from there. Just got home. Yeah, I really liked it a lot. I liked it. I mean. It's about middle of the pack of the Marvel movies for me, if I were ranking them, but I enjoyed the hell out of it. It's definitely got the Marvel formula. It's got the Marvel formula working for sure, um, especially in the yep. plot line and stuff. Oh, of course. But, but anyway, this Wonder Woman trailer, just the, the World War One uh, soldiers versus the Amazonians on the beach there, all that, all the action scenes. I love the way they're animating that magic lasso. Right. Oh, so it's so awesome. They gave us a good enemy. I think that yes. be, like World War Two is easy, you know. Nazis is is, is very easy. Well, this is actually World War One, but I'm um, thinking my grandfather would disagree with you on that. But okay, to portray, I mean, to portray. Oh, yes. okay. On on in movies, you kind of can explain it, and then you're done. It's, it's kind of easy to just put that out there. But the the whole thing is setting it up that they attack the island first, and that's when she first sees a gun. It's probably going to kill that Amazon. Yeah, I mean, the way she looks at the bullet, it's like quizzical. Like, what the heck is that supposed to be? Yeah, you know? yeah. And, it, and it, probably, it probably either really hurts the Amazon or kills the Amazon. Probably a sister, probably a friend of hers. It's probably like a, a, a close sister or something. I wouldn't be surprised. And that, oh, that, and that just kind of, I think the trailer does a great job of just setting up what we're going to see. Like, that yep. sets her off and, and agreeing to go and, and do what she's going to do and... And then it sets, you know, all of that, like her preparing to now, to to fight this war. Is Zack Snyder? He's just an EP on this, right? He's not. Yeah, no, it's Patty Jenkins is directing. Yeah, this is, he has nothing to do with it. Well, no, I'm just saying it. it it's not going to have his. 
It doesn't look like it has his fingerprint on it, other than, you know... I really like the little... The, there are little things I noticed in it after watching it a few times, like mm-hmm. the little homage to the original Superman movie where she blocks the bullet without yes. you know, being detected, yep. I mean, just yep. like uh, Christopher Reeve yep. did in the original Superman. Mm-hmm. Um, I just noticed little things about it. And, uh, if I'm not mistaken, I think the first Wonder Woman... She saved Steve Trevor a similar way, I'm, and not in the catching the bullet, but I mean in in blocking a bullet without him realizing that she blocked the bullet or something. Right. I think it's been years since I watched. The, Are you the talking first... about in the Wonder Woman TV, TV series? TV yeah, series. in the TV series. Yeah, I think no, I remember something like I, that. Which she, if I'm right. remembering correctly, that did happen. In saves the, saves yeah. him that way. Yeah. But that uh, that picture of Robin Wright uh, in the uh, in the full battle armor was pretty outstanding as yeah. well. I'm trying to think of who she's familiar to me, but I can't recall the name. The woman in the mask, the woman the wit wearing that half mask. What character that's supposed to be? Hmm, it could be a lot. It could be quite a few. You know, it could I'm be. Trying a... to know re- because I'm trying to remember. It's there, and I just didn't have time to do research on on that because I I'm thinking uh, jo- George Perez's run. Oh, when okay. I first saw that, but I'm, I have to really look back and see. But there was someone who her face was damaged, and she had to wear like a, a like a kind of a mask on part of her face to cover it. She was kind of vain about it too, and she hated Diana because she was so pretty. Part of her, you know, hate for Diana was that. It sounds like Madame Mask from the Marvel side, but I can't think of uh, the but DC But they have equivalent. someone like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Sweet. Well, yeah, we re- I really liked that, that trailer. I'm really psyched. And as I said, uh, Doctor Strange is pretty good. I'd see it on a big big screen, big, big screen you can, because the effects are really incredible. Um, it's like kind of the effects of, from Inception on speed. <laughs> pretty <laughs> part, part of it, yeah. <laughs> But yeah, good good performances all around, good movie. Um, but let's get to uh, our six episodes of DC TV this week. <laughs> Seriously, I know, man. It's uh, it's like right? a, it's a cavalcade, <laughs> and you know what though? <sighs> for for a few exceptions here and there, I mean, it was a good week. There were some really you know high points of episodes here, you know. Yes. Um, and things got done that I was hoping. Or things got done along the way that I was hoping would get done. There's going to be an A. I got an A for one of these shows that Whoa, I never you got an gotten an A. a for in a, in a long time. Oh, so wow. Looking forward to it. I think I know which one it might be. Oh, I bet it You know I love I'm, the spirituals. I'm <laughs> betting legends. I'm betting legends. You bet legends. Can, okay, can I make an announcement, like a brief one? Just say yeah. yes. Yeah, hold on, hold okay. on. Everybody, everybody, hold <laughs> on. Quiet. One, two, Jerry has three. an announcement. Talks. Jerry. Movie. You have the floor. Okay. Music. Video games. So I would like Technology. to re-moniker Ooh, my previous moniker of this, this show. Is <laughs> it's going to be going forward. Going forward, it's now Legends of my the Lately Less Lame. After five so like years now, I do you want to block my are you trying to block my alliteration bro or what? I don't know. <laughs> as a fellow English major why would I do that yes that's what I'm asking I mean come on I don't know you go, go for it block Sherry I was just remarking I was sent to earth I work with my Daryl Daryl have you been black all of your life I've only been black part of my life I am I'm and 
My name is Barry Allen, and I am the fastest man alive. You guys want to talk about Legends first? Oh my god, the CW version of Roots? I fight crime. I am the Okay. I'm here because the future of the world is in peril. There was a time pirate this one time, and he was infected with the time pirate virus. Obviously. I'm just saying, when you look at this episode on paper, it just does not work. But somehow it really came together well. I enjoyed it. I don't think we can speak for the room. I don't think we can speak for the room. Really? I thought it was ridiculous, but at the same time, I I loved every minute of it. It was like it was like right on the border for me for like being like ridiculously fun. I was like the ridiculous parts. I was like, wow, that's cool and ridiculous. And then the other parts, I was just like. This is ridiculous, but I don't think they want it to be ridiculous. You know what I mean? I think they did. I'm going to need Amaya to remember that. Uh, did she remember that she's black and she came from the Has past? Has she been black all of her life? <laughs> right? Because right. why is she pretending like slavery just started, like she just, for the first time, heard of slavery? Not to mention, she's from a time earlier than everybody else. Didn't so, I, yeah, true. but I'm just saying. Is, Am I invisible to you, Chubb? I'm sorry. Did somebody say something? <laughs> anyway. <laughs> Oh, whoa. I'm just whoa. saying. You just whitewashed this or what? He just whitewashed me. Uh-oh. He's black his entire face. <laughs> that just happened and seen. <laughs> <laughs> That's it. Daryl's going in the hot box. Oh, my God. <laughs> anyway, they have to go to uh, 1863 Mississippi. As you guys mentioned, this time pirate who is, like, for some reason transporting a zombie virus. Uh, time crashes in 1863 Mississippi during the middle of the Civil War, and we get, of course, Confederate zombies. And this is where we get this—the first uh, part of this episode trying to deal with race, because after they decide they're going to go do this, um, uh, Jax is like, you know, uh, talking to to Stein, you know, and this is when you get that line, you know, "Look, Gray, I've been black all my life." <laughs> Well, poor professor was like, "Listen, Broham, brother, you might not uh, want to go because you, you know you're gonna have to deal with a lot of shit, you know." Mm-hmm. I just want to tell you something. There's slavery down in this. Yeah, <laughs> you might not have heard of that. <laughs> Wait, like in the movies? Honestly, I think this does make a really good point about millennials. I mean, like when we were growing up, things were more visceral because racism was more. I mean, you could see it still every day in different parts of the country. Now you see it flare up. But in, if you're in a major city, it's it's really harder to define if you're not if you're not black um, or if you're not looking for well, it. I, 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 I have to I have to strongly disagree because for the last year I've been living in the suburbs of Detroit and the racism. Okay, well, that's, here that's, no, is, that's oh, that's good. Good stipulation. I'm not saying across yeah, the board. I'm no, saying, but I'm just saying it, it absolutely. Now, I mean. It shocked me, but I wasn't shocked at the racism that I would see in Oklahoma. But sure, what no, I, but right. it was lame, it was tame in yeah. comparison to what I see here in Detroit. It is terrible. My issue with the show, though, like I'm going by the rules of the show. Amaya irks me. How mm-hmm. how she was so because this is a woman who 
has gone in circles where she's black during a time where still where black people were not exactly welcomed unless they were in certain areas of the world. Like in well, Europe, it was a little lesser of racist, but they were still racist in, in Europe as well. Oh, yeah. So for yeah. her to be, it just bothered me. I know they had to do that because they needed someone to be upset for Jefferson before he goes yeah, in, before he gets put in a situation where it's very horrible, right? So true, you needed someone right? to say that to him, but, it, but she's yeah, the worst did, one. Exactly. That's true. She's, she's, of, true. she's worst of an one age where her parent, or at least grandparent, but probably parent, was born during slave times. Well, even more than that, but even more than that, yeah, yeah, no, but even more than that, though, she's also trained as a spy to go in these different circles where she has to pretend to sometime be subservient to people to play that card and other and let things happen that you might not want to happen because you're a spy. You have to you can't just come out of character and start kicking people in the face every five minutes if you're. Right. What? Just just a few years before we meet her, she just lived through the whole Jesse Owens and Hitler at the Olympics and all that shit. So yeah, I mean, that's what I'm that saying. So, oh, yeah, she, in fact, she should have been the one telling Jackson to chill because she I'm going to she should be the one telling him that I have to prepare you. It would have made more for sense things you're going to, to see. They're going to be. Yeah. Well, there's going to be things you're going to see. And I need to prepare you for this. Because you're gonna want to, you're gonna want to rebel, but you can't because we have a mission. But it's like I know she just joined, but she's more trained in doing all this stuff than any of them are, except for maybe um, Sarah because she's a ninja and all that. But other than that, like she's prepared to put on the different mask and faces to get to you know to move through circles when she had to get things done. So she would understand the whole thing of the courier and the slavery and and trying to move. And, and not be looked yeah. at and, and, and being invisible. Like that's but Daryl, what? This is the same show that it ended up into a huge fight because Ray wouldn't hile Hitler in character under. Yeah, that's why it still irks me that they just like if it's a show yeah. supposed to be so based on history. That's the thing that gets right. me. I know people are gonna say, "Oh, I just nitpicking because it's it's a, it's a CW superhero." So I get that, but if you're gonna be a show based on history, like the whole thing is. This is gonna. This is a show where they go through, and and they have a lot of historical, uh, uh, you know, situations that happened, and they have to work through them. It'd be nice to be a little accurate. I'm not saying it. It doesn't cost money to be accurate. In, in but terms here's the of thing, things though. Like but in the in, I'm I'm just being devil's advocate here mm-hmm. because you know I'm a devil. Um, in the world of the CW, where mm-hmm. people kind of a lot of these youngsters kind of half know things. And social justice warriorism is is both positive and can be seriously negative. They really don't want to be like racism pushed in their face and you have to be so accurate that it offends you. If you see Negroes acting like Negroes were called at that time and singing the spiritual as it was saying back then and acting really subservient to whitey. That would offend some people. Oh, they'd be all on their keyboards like, oh, my God, CW is racist AF, and I'm going to block them. And (laughs) that would happen. That will happen. (laughs) But that is so odd. But, I mean, that is such a I don't disagree with you. 
that I is such a glaring thing for her to be the one that they have to right. get. She constantly, right. he right. almost, he almost like talked down to her, like you know, like she would not understand the world at all. And I'm like, That's she true. would understand it more than you because she's lived in it. Like she's lived in more of that than you ever. I think had. he was more explaining to her the time travel thing than the world. Like when they go by the uh, no, the the one slave is being beaten for burning the tablecloth or something. Mm. And Jack's and Jack's like talks her out of like going after her and trying to save her. It's her that talks him in. Her talks him into it later, you know. Yeah, but I, but I'm saying when well, the thing that throws me is she, for somebody who's trained to to do to deal. I don't think when they first had this adventure in time through time and they explained what happened because in that first time they messed up and things happened in the things happened in the timeline they had to fix. So I don't see her as being a dumb person to not get that the sure. first time. So in somebody true. who's trained as a soldier, like she's a spy and a soldier just about it just, I know they need her to be the fresh eyes, but you shouldn't have picked somebody who's out of all of them. She's actually been trained to deal with these kind of things to, 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 you know, to be an actor. She she basically has to do these things, go into dangerous situations and not be seen and all that kind of stuff. But so it just she, seems weird to use her as the, the one that, you know, like they have to say, no, you can't do this because of this or that. She should get it before they would even understand. It. No, I agree. But, you know, Jerry makes a good point, too. I mean, we live in a country where in in a lot of the red states, they're the textbooks. They're wanting to erase yeah. slavery. You know, oh, I know. Because it's offensive, offensive to white people. So, it so makes white people the villains. Right. So Road. just so just imagine CW, who these are well-rated shows, especially for cable, but they are a cable network. They can't afford to have people cry out and then lose sponsors because what they have that pays for these shows. Now I don't know. Then because then there's that article we saw the other day where what did it add up to? Like one billion dollars the CW shows or the not CW, but uh, DC shows have been generating or something like that. But at the same time, they, they can't afford to lose sponsorship. And all it takes yeah. is one little section of the country to outcry, and then they're going to start losing sponsors. So I that's, get why it was. That's yeah. our stupid world. I think CW should get some credit for even addressing it at all. Yes. And, yes, and the way agree. they did it. Yeah, the I way mean, they did it. The Jefferson was shocked. They could have easily skirted it and and, and yes. like glossed over the the severity and the, and the aberration of I it agree. all, but they dealt with it head on. I think they should get be given credit for that. Touched. Now it was some yeah. of the, I mean, it was a little tropey there at the end with the spirituals and all that other oh, stuff. Gosh. That was a bit much, uh, even for me. Well, you know? they had a they bit. had to make some concession, right? Uh, but, I mean, I mean to, but I give them, but I give them uh, um, like the credit for at least dealing with it. And for giving yes. Jack something to do, because all all season long, all he's done is like sit in the engine room, and you know talk to Gray. You know, that's, and they they got that. And something I forgot to mention last week that they also mm. had this week that message from Barry from the future. Yes, we heard a little bit more of that uh, this episode. A war. They said something exactly. He said there's going to be a war, and then they turned it off before we could hear any more. You thinking that the, the Dominators? I'm thinking, well, if it's buried from that far in the future, it could be so many things. But, yeah, it could be the Dominators. Maybe they lose, and that's when legends have to get involved. We meet with the Barry of the future. Yeah. Grant Gustin and a lot of uh, spirit gum and fake hair. Well, maybe they have to go back. Like Maybe they realize that they lose whatever war is coming, and they have to go back and, and 
It could be too. Crossover with the other shows to change it. Like that's yeah, because Barry's not going to want to do any time travel after everything yeah. that's been going on. Yeah, he'd be too scared to do anything. Change them. After they fight zombies, they get broken up into three groups. Uh, Nate and Sarah go to talk to Ulysses S. Grant. Yes. Uh, they have a, a very cool plan where they are going to draw the zombies into a big bro- uh, group and have a pile of nitroglycerin and have Nate jump on top of it with a lit flare. And hopefully he'll turn into steel. Best scene, though, is having Sarah go, okay, fool, if you don't want to understand what I'm trying to tell you about zombies, let me give me one minute. I'll be right back. And then take the head and just put it on the table and it starts moving. Oh, yeah. Right. I mean, that's, that's what how I'm you talking have to address about. the stuff. Yeah. Yes, I like that. Yeah. That, that was... Yeah. Drop the head on the table. I mean, that's the most visceral way, like, oh, okay, here's a zombie. There you go. Yeah. They work, I, I noticed another thing. They work much better as a unit when Ray is not on the team. I like it's Sarah. I like Sarah. Yeah, exactly. I, I, Sarah's always been my favorite member of the team, and she's <laughs> even more my favorite. She's now. logical. She's, she's the leader she's for, for a reason. She is. There's also she that really awesome, is. well, after they blow up the zombies, there's that awesome yeah. scene with Ulysses S. Grant and Sarah, where he's like, uh, Nate, your boy, Nate, or Colonel Sanders over here. Right. Uh, said <laughs> that, you're his, that you're his captain, you know? Yeah. And they have that, that little talk about leadership and about leading people into, mm-hmm. you know, what could be their right. death or whatever. And that was really Which cool. should have never happened in that timeline, ever. Yeah. And they, he also said that Ray is dumb. He also said Ray is dumb. So keep him on the ship. Well, speaking of Ray being dumb, uh, Mick got bit by a zombie. So Ray, you know, of course, has to magic or science. I'm sorry, science up a uh, cure. That's right. And he Stop gives it. Mick the cure, but not enough of it, and it causes him to go full on zombie rage. Uh, Stein has an incredible phobia about zombies. He can't even say the word, and uh, they get locked what? up. They get locked in the uh, the food the galley um, with Mick outside the door, and then they come up with a plan to administer the stuff to him with the fire extinguisher, just by you know, <laughs> spraying the chemical in his face. Right. And we get this homage to Alien kind of scene with um, yeah. with Stein going out and seeing Ray knocked out on the ground, but not eaten, just knocked no. out. No. By the way, just curious. Yeah. Because I don't. Because I don't. I don't. I wasn't as big a fan of the Adam as as others, so I don't know as much. But mm-hmm. was Ray Palmer ever portrayed as a bumbling klutz in the comic book? Like, no, no. Because where? Okay, why Ray, are they doing this? Why? I have the same question about Stein. Why is he seeming more and more like Doctor Smith without yeah. the sniffling <laughs> aspect? He's like, yeah. he's, he's like talking to himself. He's like, oh no, should I go next to the zombie? Is it going to awaken? No, he's oh, not. Cause I'm, I didn't notice that. Yeah. William, William, William. <laughs> oh dear, oh dear. <laughs> I do notice that they are doing that with his character. They do. They are like playing it up. Uh, yes. But anyway, after they uh, they spray, he sprays him in the face with the Roundup, and he uh, de-zombifies him. And then uh, Mick, uh, as a show of gratitude to Ray, gives him his mm-hmm. ca- gives him Captain Cold's gun. Hmm. Which was weird. Yeah. Are they going to no, make? It wasn't. I know it wasn't. He was saying, "Here, I respect you. I'm bad with technology because it, you know, the drop drop of a dime. Yeah, I, I was fine with that, but are is does this mean that there's like some other E-lister, F-lister, cold hero or something from DC that they're going to turn him into? No, Chilblains. Not with a gun. That, the icicle. No. We already have. Uh, I mean, we've already got um, uh, Caitlin. No, I was figuring he was going to take the gun, 
and try to reuse that tech to make himself a new suit. And but it turns it into a cold technology. Suit. Yeah. It could. I don't see why they couldn't. It does. It can make things if you. And he can reverse technology. We've seen yeah. that before. I don't know. Or you can just build a new suit. But that's what I'm saying. I, I don't know. This time, put a pin number in it for God's sake. That's no, all I'm saying. Sure. Just a pin number. That's all it takes. Right. And then of course. Oh we... dear. <laughs> what is that pin number? <laughs> I can't remember. I can't. <laughs> God damn it, Ray! Why did you use one, two, three, four, five, six as your pin number? Uh, you really shouldn't write. That's you, it. you really shouldn't write the pin number on the inside of the visor. Uh, yeah, <laughs> they did do zombies well. Yeah, the, like, it, they did, did some like real like, Walking Dead uh, shit too, like when uh, Mick. They just said the Walking Dead, right? <laughs> then we get the third uh, storyline with Jackson and Maya. Uh-huh. You know, trying to infiltrate this uh, uh, cotillion going on at a plantation, and Ooh. Jax gets uh, um, captured and chained uh, down in the slave quarters. Yes. Where he has uh, you know this moment with the other slaves, he's like, "How can you endure this? How can you put up with this?" And the one guy starts singing, and they all start start talking about hope and stuff. Yeah, they start glowing. <laughs> Look, there's John Coffee. (laughs) (laughs) And I don't know if you guys know this, but the concept of zombieism comes from Haiti, which is actually a place inhabited by. We're talking about we're talking about another mythological creature, the magical Negro. Exactly. (laughs) I mean, and then Beggar Band comes from golf clubs. Morgan Freeman. I don't know. (laughs) Wow, you just went all over so the board, didn't you? Yeah, so many. Jerry, okay? we all know that zombies come from George Romero. I think they came from the Cabbage Patch. They come from yeah. Pittsburgh. You know, I did like, though, that Jax actually used a historical name in the right yes. way. Yes. Instead of using, like, I'm Colonel Sanders, I'm... Billy Joel. Like right. instead of doing all the names they've been doing for the, all the seasons. Supernatural, right? I'm and Supernatural does it too. Yeah. Yes, it well. <laughs> yeah, this week it was James Morrison and uh, Ray Manzirig. I was like, come That's on, really? Okay. I love I love Supernatural, but damn. Yeah, focus, focus, dude. When they did the Alex Van Halen and <laughs> <laughs> Jim, oh. take control. Anyway, so. Uh, <laughs> Amaya and and Jax uh, complete the mission of the guy who got killed by the zombies, and his name is Henry Scott. So Jax tells um, Grant at the end of the episode that he is Henry Scott. He's gonna get I'm so letter letter grades. This will be interesting. Go ahead. Seriously. Well, since I'm the only one that seems to be positive on it, um, I actually. Used? <laughs> I like I said, it was ridiculous, and there was a lot of just. Okay shake my head moments but at the same time there was a lot of fun to it you know i don't know so i mean it it was middle of the road but the 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 funny little elements they added to it i'll give it a a, i'm like borderline c plus b minus got the same grade okay i give it the same thing yeah c plus jerry i'm gonna go I'm, I'm going to go see. There was a lot of content in this. And then I was, like, getting all these referential stuff, like, wow, when did this become superheroes and Quantum Leap slash Time Cop? And the historian was, like, so historical. He's like, oh, 3,000 soldiers in the Civil War were women in drag. I'm like, 
can women do drag? Is that reverse drag or is that like drag king? When, women, like when women do drag, they're dressed as men. <laughs> when men yeah. do drag, they're dressed That's as not, women. So I'm like, it's, yeah, it's your, your trans, your, what are your transgender dressing? You're really not drag, right? I don't, I don't know is that drag still? Drag. I don't know That's what I'm saying. Just, I don't even, I, I, I don't know, see. Too many questions. I'm not liking the way they're making Ray Palmer and Dr. Stein like ridiculous. I mean, just so over the top. But the rest of it, you know, minus the spirituals, was was fun. There was enough like, oh, my God, they didn't just do this. That was fun. But still too many weird stuff. So see. This and uh, this episode and uh, Supergirl this week are combined are like in the running for me for like most most comic booky. Because yeah, they, like, okay. they had that kind of goofy, kind of comic booky edge to yeah. them, this episode's. That's true. Um, this, I, there was a lot to like in this episode. Like I said, they finally gave Jack something to do. Um, the, yeah. the, the silly stuff with Ray and Mick and, and Stein was kind of funny, but I mean, it went on a little long. Uh, I, I really like Sarah asserting herself and showing that she was useful and stuff, and, you know, as the leader. Um, so I give this a B. I thought this is a, is an improvement. Um <laughs> Has just been going on. That. I think season two has been an improvement over season one, and I almost, oh, I almost definitely. prefer these one-off stories to like the Vandal Savage hunt we had last season. So, oh, I really uh, prefer one-off. To, to, yeah. Anything's preferable to the Vandal Savage. And stuff. I think there's like, I mean, I know they kind of hit you over the head with the the slavery stuff or whatever, but at the same time, there's this like real fun kind of time adventure flavor was, to the yeah, show like, that I enjoy, and I'm enjoying and it more this like, season. They, and I like the way, not, I keep wanting to say Dr. Smith now, but Dr. Stein, I mean, he really is heartfelt and has his whole white guilt conversation with Jackson. And you could tell both of them were really shocked by how all the incidents played out and how they felt. And that was like a real moment in this fictional creation. So that, I love that, at least. Yeah. Does that make sense? Okay. Yeah. And the thing is, too, is it it may it's probably too late to reverse the idiotic damage that's been done to Ray, but it's not too late with Stein. Don't let it happen. Not well. He just had a crazy irrational fear of zombies. Maybe I'm hoping. I'm hoping. He was a little silly before. I mean, he he he's written a little bit sillier this season than he was before. I guess they wanted to loosen up a little bit. I've learned hope from this episode. (laughs) I'm free at last. I'm free to hope again. (laughs) I almost expected there to be like an Obama hope poster behind the guy when he was talking. Oh, gosh. Oh, you didn't stay for the exit credits? No, I missed that. I'm sorry. And then Usher does a dance. Yeah. 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 They aren't in the same quarters anymore. They're in the club. I almost thought he was going to break the chains when they started singing. He was going to break these chains of love. Oh my gosh. Wow. Yeah, like I said, the, the slavery stuff was a little overwrought, but I give him points for trying to even address it in a decent way, you know. It looked like a Michael Jackson video for a bit. <laughs> Who's bad? <laughs> He's like, what? He has no callus on his head. <laughs> he does some work. Is he even up? Come on. Come on. You ain't bad. You ain't nothing. <laughs> <laughs> you knocked me off of my feet now, master. Ooh. <laughs> 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 
probably start dancing with him when he opens right. it. Because this is Santa. <laughs> All right, somebody needs to fo- focus and further this podcast. Right, so what would be? <laughs> so now that we're out, we've derailed the entire order of the podcast. What should we do now? Uh, let's do I mean, Lucifer. Yes, <gasps> Lucifer. Okay. Lucifer, season two, number six. It's called Monster, just like the Flash episode this year. This, uh, hey, man, this, this I week. Liked it. Like Started I, off with a zombie wedding in a uh, in a graveyard, which was kind of cool, and yeah. then the, uh, oh my God. so like the special effects on the the wedding attendees. I thought about having a vampire wedding, but a zombie wedding. Crap. Okay, got. <laughs> we we've had a lot of people get married. We have a zombie day here in Pittsburgh, where like hmm. literally thousands of people come out dressed as different zombies, and we've had people get married at that and stuff. Really. Um. But anyway, the uh, the bride is killed. the The groom is uh, wounded, and uh, Lucifer, when he shows up, is drunk off his off his ass. About it. he's still he's drunk as he can be. Right. This is a downward spiral, yeah. right? Well, he keeps trying. There seems to be a recurring theme this week too. You know, a lot of drinking going on. Uh, he's in he's in a, in a spiral over Uriel about having to having yeah. to had to yes. kill Uriel, and so he's like drunk and acting out of control through the whole episode. Uh, he likes eating cake from a crime scene, and uh, even the way he ends up ending the procedural is, um, you know, is tied to that as well. He just actually wants to get shot. We also find out for sure that Lucifer's not losing his powers at all because we end up they lock him in the. He ends up going into an interrogation room on his own, and like scaring a confession out of this kid by using his demon face. And like, he got that. He seduced that girl too at the wedding. Yeah, remember yeah, he got yeah. her to tell everything, and then. Right, and then tried to get with her right there on the wedding party table, yeah. Well, no try, he was gonna. Right. <laughs> Easy picking. He was finna get her, too. Yeah. <laughs> but he's uh, drinking and, and, uh, and carousing his whole way through the episode. Um, like, later, he's, he's uh, he shoplifts, Dan, or shoplifts, pickpockets Dan's badge and gun, and then mm-hmm. uh, swipes confidential paperwork they need for the investigation. That was funny. Uh, and then he punches Dan in the face. That was so beautiful. I felt Dan so is, good. Yeah, I mean, the, that was the whole audience doing that with him. I think oh, he did that because nobody else can. That, that was the greatest. That was. He the was. Greatest. Yeah. So anyway, they go to uh, the follow up with a guy in a uh, food truck, and you know, Lucifer's uh, ordering, trying to make an order while they're uh, talking to the guy, and then he gets shot. Very funny. Then he gets shot from uh, a tall building, another sniper shot, just like the uh, the, the woman had. And it turns out they they are the uh, spouses of people who were involved in this one guy's uh, insurance case, and his wife died, and there's nothing they could do about it, and he blames them for her death. So that was the uh, his motive. He wanted them to feel the same loss that he did. So they finally uh, trace him to a pharmaceutical company. Uh, where he's going to kill a husband and wife team that you know made the drugs that um, they tried on her that did not work, and uh, Lucifer shows up um, on the spot and gets in between him and this uh, sniping target. He's like, "Shoot me!" and he and he keeps shooting to the left and shooting to the right. Shoot me! Shoot me! And the guy won't shoot Lucifer because it's not him he's after. It's the woman, you know, the woman that was hiding behind him. Um. He so, can play it with his eyes, though. The loose, uh, like that actor uh, that plays Lucifer, can Seriously. kill it when he does he's the, the truth. 
Yeah, when he does the eyes and how upset he is, like you could see all of it. It's yeah. also a really good scene where he's playing piano. Oh yeah. my god, um, it's like yeah. the pathos. Mm-hmm. He can do pathos like nobody's business. It's just all raw, like in his face right. and his body language. He doesn't need any dialogue at all. No right. deception. No. Right. We um we get this nice scene with him playing the piano, and Mendiel and his mom are at Uriel's grave, or that's where Lord, you know, Lucifer buried Uriel. And his mom is like, you know, you've just been dealing with duty and worrying about your father or whatever, and, you know, you haven't had a t- chance to grieve or think about this. You just lost your brother, you know. Mm-hmm. And Amendio just kind of questions God's motives on everything. You know, like, why? Know. <laughs> you know, why, why this, why that, right. why does he do this to us, right. you know? And, uh, right. This makes me, like, this gave me the chills for yeah. something evil. Like, it. It almost what? feel like the mother, like her plan all along is to get her children to do a civil war against God. That's right. what it feels Absolutely. like. Absolutely. So you're going like Kronos and Mira. You're, you're going like. Because she's slowly like technology. getting them to do. She's getting them huh. to go, come out of character, like each of them slowly. And it's very, she's very good at being a, a manipulator. And, and, you know, like he's. Almost like he's like she's like I could give you your powers back like like it was such a slow thing you know slowly getting him into the point of being angry at God like I didn't even think she was going that route yeah until he got to the place and then she started saying things to him and it was and it just turned into a like a moment of it's like insidious oh, right yeah it was like, like oh, a moment what? of I wonder if this is what this whole thing has been about is to go is to kind of get her children to go to rebel against God and, and get I mean, back into heaven. always, everybody knows every female's modus operandi is to make you, like, question your maker, and turn against your maker, exit the Garden of Eden and endure hell. I mean, that's... Yeah, yeah. I it's mean, it's they rich. played it's with that, uh, that, yeah, they played with that <laughs> trope all the time and all throughout. It's, you know what it reminded me of? What it actually reminded me of was Preacher. <laughs> Mm, yeah. 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 With the, the way the, way the, there were like moments was, where yeah. I thought the same thing. Yeah. <laughs> the fallen angel, the you know, the absent god, you know, all those right. kind of things. Right. Kind of even even supernatural yeah. played with the yeah, same they thing. Supernatural, same thing. Yeah. yeah. Like he's not there, and then there's like oh. factions growing on you know for angels dogma. thinking they should do different things and. Yeah, God's out playing skee ball and stuff. Just It'd be happens. the ultimate con for her though, because I mean she played this for a while to get to right. this point. But uh, Lucifer is, is still you know falling apart, and after uh, Chloe talks to him, he decides to go and talk to Linda, and you know Linda's like, I've had enough of you know all these mm-hmm. metaphors and everything. I would need you to tell me the truth, and he's like, okay. So he shows her his demon face. And she's just kind of stunned in the silence, and he leaves while she just kind of sits there, kind of catatonic. Sit on that for a little bit. This is another good example of that actor. At first, she looks hopeful, like, hey, she can see this and maybe, like, process this in her limited human brain, and we can move on. She'll counsel me, and then, no. You can just see the failure. She's like, ah, fail. Because that totally, because what this is going to do to her is once... You know, this is out of the bag. This totally puts in account everything else from the brother. Yeah. To what, yeah. uh, the girl's not 
The girls like everything she's heard from then she's thrown yeah. off as being nothing. Yes. It's jokes. It's people just being delusional. Yeah, the satire and all. Like yeah. it was for real. Yeah. The uh the I would like to get to the best part of this episode, which was uh, an adventure I'd like to call Maze and Trixie Go Trick or Treating. That's funny, yeah. <laughs> Yeah. First they go to the door, and uh, she's like, I'm the president of Mars, and they're like, duh, and she's got the martini glasses uh, strapped to the helmet and the um, the whip, <laughs> and that's like her costume, and Maze like stares that guy down, finally he takes out his wallet and like empties it out into her trick-or-treat bag. This is and how then, I trick-or-treat, but with wine. This is oh, like every year, so this oh. happens. But uh, the this scene I really cool. liked was when Maze is like, oh, I have a little you know mask I could wear. And then she showed Trixie her true face. Mm. And Trixie's like, oh, cool. That yeah, was they don't get scared about and that. There, yeah. There's a, just a little scene, that, uh, that little joy on Maze's face that was really awesome. It was a really you know, cool scene. Well done. Yeah. And then when they come home and they're watching, uh, oh, they fell asleep watching A Nightmare on Elm Street together. So that was good, too. Um, I really liked this episode a lot. I give it a B, not an earth shatterer, but there's a lot of cool stuff no. going on. Yeah, I give it a B, too. There's a lot of good it, moments. Yeah. A lot of funny moments. Yeah, I agree. B, definitely. <laughs> it was fun. I'm going to give it an A. It was fun. <laughs> yes, it was, like, absurd in points, but that's my kind of humor. I, I It was fun. Oh I my like gosh. him going. Oh, it was totally fun. I, yeah. But, you know, I, I try yeah. to back off the A's unless it's something really spectacular. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. I hear um, what you're saying, but, but from last season... To this season, this is totally an A episode. I would watch this over freaking. I'm not gonna say I Zombie, but <laughs> don't you do it. You watch anything over I Zombie. You hate I Zombie. Exactly. Don't. Well, I, I say two episodes twice, and I felt like a hostage in my own head. No, I. It's mm. an A. I'm enjoying watching. I'm looking forward every week to watching this. When I see it on my DVR, I want to watch it first. So A. I'm not going to hold back on my A's. I'm not going to stifle my joy for you people. No, that's not what I'm asking. I just like to save the, the A's for the true <laughs> A material, you know. Jerry, it's your journey. You do what you have to that's do. That's right, man. There I have that. been you... born multicultural for all of my life. Have you been multicultural <laughs> for all your life? I deem this A worthy. <laughs> Same. All right. <laughs> that line just got me. You know, I have been black all my life. I'm like, really? <laughs> I didn't know that. Good for you, pal. <laughs> I've only been black part of my life. <laughs> yeah, I only I was only black long enough to learn how to cook really well. And then, uh, anyway, I was born a black I was, child. Yeah. I was black. My mother beat the black <laughs> off me. <laughs> I, I was white. only black until my credit got ruined, and then, yeah. Gotta go. You just gotta go. Okay, now that, uh, like I said, the order has been totally thrown off. Which one do you want to do next? Uh, mm-hmm. Let's go do Gotham. Gotham. Mm-hmm. Next to my page. Gotham it is. Mads, it's uh, Gotham, Mad City, colon, Red Queen. Yeah. You? Um, is still on the loose. And he breaks into... Uh, um, to steal his sister's uh, body so he can get the blood out of it so he can uh, um, infect the the people at this Founders Ball, like all the, the most wealthy people in Gotham, uh, with his sister's well. blood. So they will all mutate or whatever happens with his sister's blood to them. Um, 
And this is like the third time in as many weeks as uh, when someone is trying to make a deal with a villain, the villain kills them rather than pay for it. Uh-huh. We just saw this yeah. in Supergirl with Corbin with the drones. He sets the drones yeah. to the guy he's trying to buy. And then this one where he blows the... Here, here I'm going to stand real close so you can blow that psychotropic in my face. Oh, okay. <laughs> okay. But How about yeah. I just drop it off and you just pick it up? Right. I'm not going to actually be there. How about that? Yeah. I might just tell you about it and then pass it to you from across the room here. I don't want even be in the room with you. You know what? I'll, just, I'll send it by, by messenger. Anyway. Yeah, let you kill the messenger. They collect um, Jervis's two-part plan is to uh, collect Alice's body from the morgue, harvest the, the poison you know in her veins, and give it to all the rich people, and also to use this bottle of Red Queen, um, this, this uh, psychotropic drug, to give Jim Gordon the trip of his life. So, I miss my daddy. <laughs> that's what we learned about Gordon. <laughs> that's that's what we learned. Oh, it was daddy issues. Yeah. It was totally daddy uh, issues. That's all it was. Right? I miss my daddy. I, I swear to God, this whole season, or no, not swear to God, but I swear to like whatever deity you guys believe in, that this whole season is so Shakespearean. It's so like tragic and like the scenes are so well set up and it's so like comically tragic oh yeah i mean the penguin alone is like how many seriously yes it's like all of them (laughs) all of them (laughs) hangs the head that wears the crown yes yes uh bullock and bullock and barnes are kind of tired of gordon's crap you know even harvey says be a cop or don't yeah, I, we all tired of it by now. Yeah, like, it's like you know, let, either let us do our damn jobs or get a badge yourself. You know, yeah, yeah, pick a job, get a job, right? Sir. The uh, as I said, Jervis Tetch gets Alice's blood out of her body, uh, and they're, they're further testing on the blood because Barnes is very interested after having a drip in his eye or whatever. Mm-hmm. Uh, from Lucius Fox says that you know it's it's going to make him increasingly manic and violent uh, with the accompany, accompanying strength. So uh, he's getting stronger and more violent. So uh, we see Barnes later, like getting his will together. Actually, he's really like he sees no other way out. Well, I don't know. You could go to the doctor. Mm-hmm. You could tell somebody. I'm, I'm saying I, I he don't hasn't know. told I mean, anybody that this happened to him at all. Just saying. Just saying. So we get all this kind of CWE stuff too with Gordon and Lee and Mario. You know, Mario wants him out of their hair, Lee agrees, and that's when Gordon shows up. You know, no. and, and Lee, I don't I don't love you. I don't love you. I love Vale, but I love, I love Vale. Yeah, she just told me to like, go to Yeah, hell. whatever. Don't yeah. You don't. know you want this? And then she She doesn't She's having his baby. So while she she uh did she was gonna have his baby. Yes. Anyway, um, Well in real life. We're not doing real life. Yeah, this is over. Yeah, his former baby mama. This is this is a podcast about TV. I don't know if you're. It's this is about the TV show. It's not not the real thing. Mm. Oh yeah, that's right. Because he. Oh yeah, reality. No, Mm -mm. I get that. Mm -mm. So he sees touch. He sees touch at the hospital. He he runs after and tracks him down into a storeroom, and then touch blows the face full of this trippy stuff into his face, and he's he's out. He's laying on the floor. Sinking into it for a long time, dude. For, for almost the whole episode. <laughs> yeah, he's just chilling oh. on the floor. Uh, meanwhile, Oswald is uh, 
calling missing persons and stuff because Ed has not spoken to him. Where's my man? But, uh... <laughs> yeah, exactly. My <laughs> Where's my baby daddy? Anyway, um... <laughs> so, uh, Ed shows up and uh, he's like, I was so worried about you. And he, he gives him a hug or whatever and Ed's like, I met someone. I think I'm in love. He got catty, too? That's not how any of them speak. I know, he got so catty, though. Like, it's just... No. It's just, it's not how that happened. It's not how that happened. Nope. Ed is kind of, uh, you know, walking on air, and Oswald, you know, and him, he dresses Oswald for the Founders' Day dinner, which is the fancy dinner I was telling you about that Tetch is going to try to poison everyone at. Um, Titus! Titus was actually represented when... Penguin, like this is more like, Othello and, though, and, like because a penguin. So this is, no, no, I, I said Titus because of the dinner, but oh, okay. this is not Penguin's first creepy dinner. No. Like when you feed right. your kids to you, that's a creepy freaking dinner. Yeah, when you feed, <laughs> feed a woman throw kids like, to her, yeah, that's that's up there. Right, yeah. it's almost like you stepped down a notch from right. the creepy dinners. <laughs> well, they're already drinking this dead girl's blood, so you know that's. that's I mean, healing. You know, yeah. it's one step at a time. I but mean... I was thinking, I was thinking more Othello, like uh, you know, Yago oh, trying definitely. to discredit Desdemona yes. because he's jealous of the love that she has for Othello. But all right, that's true. Any, no, no, anyway. no, that's good. That's both of those. Yeah, yeah for English, real. Useless English majors unite. Anyway. <laughs> yeah, I'm um, sorry. We just had a tangent because these two people had these like useless degrees. Yeah, and we then... do. What can you say? Um, Oswald shows up at the library to talk to Isabella, and then he's like, oh, he's been so down since he got out of Arkham. And he lets drop, you know, that she, that he's, oh, you didn't know he had been to Arkham? Yeah, he just turned mean girls really quick. So he, like, Very quick. kind of gets yeah. all catty or whatever. He does. Like, switch. Yep. <laughs> um, so anyway, Oswald goes to the exclusive dinner. He meets Catherine from the Court of Owls there. Yes. And, um... All of uh, the Mad Hatter's flair for the dramatic is what gives the PD enough time to stop to work the guard and uh, get in there and yes. stop his plan. And like, as Barnes on. as Barnes is beating the crap out of him on the floor, mm-hmm. you know, he says, "Is that my sister I see in there?" Because I think he recognizes the effects of the, her blood on him. Right, yeah. he does. Yeah. So creepy the way he said that. Yeah, He's it was. like, oh, I'm like yeah. happy about this. Well, he kissed he her dead body and stuff. It was like, yeah, yeah. he did. He did, yeah. Yeah, that's, he, he's crazy. He, bit. he plays creepy very well. So he's rapid AF. He is. Yeah. It's like. He's he's like oh he's like gets glassy eyed. That actor is also really good at being, yeah. That. If they ever redo the for the comics, if they ever re, retool the Mad Hatter, I would love if they went this direction. I, I do like very it. much, yeah. Yeah. Minus the sister thing, that's just creepy. <laughs> I know that kind of adds to it. Like if you're that like delusional that you think that's completely okay, and also that goes along with like the tragedies again or the Shakespearean stuff, where and history. You know, to where you're yeah. so much into yourself that you think the only person that's worthy of yourself is someone from your own bloodline. So. Well, speaking of being into yourself, Gordon is tripping balls. Yes. Dude, he and, went through the looking glass. For and real, he, and Barbara is his guide. And I'm right. glad to see Barbara there acting crazy. I, li- I like her when she's uh, acting. Oh, she's so hot. Yeah. Uh, yeah, she's in like the little nurse uniform in the one part and all of that. But anyway, I love crazy Barbara. 
But he, um, I love he, that when he comments on that, and she's like, "This is in your head." <laughs> Right, like, yeah, what yeah. kind of secrets are you hiding, you perv? <laughs> exactly. Yeah. So anyway, he ends up at GCPD, and Bruce Wayne is there, and Bruce is wearing a mask, and uh, he sees all the dead dudes that he feels responsible for, and he's fighting next to Oswald in a trench. Um, and he pulls his, his dead mother's pearls out of Gordon's wound after shooting him. And then another, another one is um, Gordon in, like, Pleasantville. He's got two kids. And <laughs> it was with like Lee, idyllic, yeah. Yeah. Jim yes. Cleaver situation. <laughs> I, I wrote down Leave It to Beaver. Holy crap. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> yeah. It's like, because she had the pearl. And she's like, oh, let me check. And no, Siri, it was like crazy idyllic. Yes. Yeah. And as that fades away, he freaks out and like strangles Barbara and demands that she takes him, take him back there. But she won't. He gets into a car ride. He gets to have a car ride with his dad, Gotham DA Peter Gordon. Yes. And uh, he has a good talk with his dad. Don't leave me, Daddy. And tells him to cut uh, out the self-righteous lone wolf nonsense. His okay. word. And then uh, says, uh, gives him this, he says, you know, to find his old ring and to remember to live by the Gordon Code. And the Gordon Code, I guess, is written in Latin on the ring, while we breathe, we shall defend. Mm-hmm. And then he goes into Barnes' office and signs back up with the GCPD. Yes. He also uh, kind of smacked him in the head with uh, all this long quay nonsense that you've been doing. Don't put that on me. I didn't teach you to do that. Like that's not that was not my teachings. Uh you you putting all your all your issues and trying to put it on on my memory and that's not what I tried to teach you. Like you you do need help. Like he was like, "Yes, you do." He was like, "No, cuz we don't need help." And he was like, "Yes, you do need help. What are you stupid?" You you need support. Like you, I don't know why you're acting like that. Like you, you've been doing this uh, for too long. It's it's too much. You can't do all this stuff by yourself. When you know as much about that character as we know, it's almost hard to fathom. Like how did he get to where we know him as as going through what he's gone through here? It's just kind of really amazing. It's cool. Um, Oswald returns to the mansion and Ed and Isabella are there and Isabella's like, yeah, so you killed your girlfriend. It looks just like me. So what? Pretty much like, you know, she's been reading yeah. books about lovers who kill each other and it's very romantic mm-hmm. and so on and so forth. So she's going to stand by her man as it were much to Oswald's chagrin. Um, and we end the episode with, uh, Catherine talking to someone who's, we can't see about Oswald Kalapod's value to the Court of Owls. And then right. uh, the guy says, we'll keep an eye on him. Judgment is coming, Catherine, for all of us. And he's in profile, yep. but his voice is familiar, and he's wearing the Gordon mm-hmm. family crest on his ring. Right. Dun, dun, dun. Uh, there's also a slight subplot where Bruce makes dinner Thank for you. Selena. So. Yep. There's another subplot where Nigma admits that he killed Isabel and... All that and that yeah, one chick that looks just, like her. I just said all that. Yeah, you said that. Yeah. I just said that. <laughs> okay. Yeah, come okay. on, Chubb. Don't be explaining. Did you have the brownies before what? we recorded tonight, ma'am? Yeah. What time is the podcast going to record? Scroll <laughs> up. Wait, 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 wait. Oh. Yeah, I just mentioned that you know that that Oswald told her everything and then she didn't oh, okay. it didn't matter to her. Because okay. she still wanted to be with him, and they were staying together, like I just said. Like all the couple she'd read in books, and you know, you I'm sorry, listeners, like 
I'm sorry. This is making me question her being a spy or not. I feel like we're I feel like we're in a time loop. Like in uh, anyway. So I'm sorry, listeners. I go through that twice. So I don't. I don't think. What's her deal? Like, who is this? I don't think she's a spy anymore. I don't. I don't know what's going on. Unless she's a clone and doesn't know it. She could be an Indian. Oh, yeah. I was gonna say, what if she's from Indian Hill? Well, that's what I was that thinking, but I mean... Frank, too. I'm like, what mimics do we have that could do that in the Gotham universe, in the DC universe? Wait, what? That, like, could there's many clay faces. Clay face, yeah. There's many, Clayface. Let me write that down. Okay. I'm like, it has to be somebody that knows every... But how would he know yeah. all that? Like, I think... I don't know if it's Daryl or somebody mentioned it the other day. If it was Clayface, that would be a perfect way for Hugo Strange to get his hooks into Enigma. Well, I said it. Okay. But I how, remember how the last episode. Know? Yeah, yeah. How would he know that Nigma killed shit? Because he, remember, he did have him in counseling, and, and he... At did first... A, yeah, it's a matter, it's a matter of public record. record. Everybody knows. Gary That's how she found out. Last week, she wasn't here. Yeah. Oh, right. so, okay, mm-hmm. so you're saying they've already convicted, or tried to convict him, and he got off. No, he got convicted. He got sent to yep. Arkham. And, okay. No, wait, wait, stop. Okay. He got, he, got okay. Con- so, he got convicted. He It was a matter of public record. He, that's how she found out this time. He got sent to Arkham, and then he got declared sane. So everyone knows he's a killer. Yep. That's okay. how. That's why Lee smacked him and said that was for Kristen. Mm-hmm. Okay, so everybody knows he's a murderer. It's common knowledge, usually, or it was. That's how she was able to find out before Oswald even told her, and how she was to dig in and, and, and fill in all the, the plots. It's, it's a public... Unless point. Flashpoint changed that. <laughs> <laughs> so Clayface is just mimicking. But what's his long? Oh, you said Hugo Strange is like the end game to introduce. Okay. Well, uh, he wants to get his. I would say I, I'm thinking maybe he wants to get his his claws into Penguin, and the way to get into Penguin is to to get to right to get to Enigma because he's the closest one to him right now. Yes, he and he's like his his uh, homoerotic love. So, okay. And I mean, and and uh, we know Hugo Strange has a way of of uh, getting into the heads of his patients. And if he did that to this woman to make her think, because he did it. Remember, he he had somebody mimic. He did have a clay yeah, face right. character mimic Jim. So right. that he could have done that to someone else. And, and what, what better way to get Nigma to get his guard down than have mm-hmm. him uh, you know, uh, mimic well, I, the from woman to speak? Oh, yeah. I learned from Arrow this week that there's no problem that a beautiful woman can't solve. Amen. Jump in the gut. I'm just saying. I learned on Arrow this week that even a guy who's even a guy who's like a foot taller or shorter than the person he's supposed to be portraying (laughs) can be the human target. The human target. (laughs) Wait, wait, wait. Okay, wait, no. I'll wait until we get to that. (laughs) Okay, so what do you guys give God? I give it a B minus. Just, uh, I, it's I nothing agree. bad. It wasn't bad. It wasn't great. Nothing mm-hmm. spectacular happened. It was just uh, just keep going. It's, it's just moving along as it should. It's yeah, moving. Yeah. B minus is definitely where I'm at on it. it I, there was a lot of things that were enjoyable in this episode. It just I don't know. It was a little clunky in parts, but overall, I I enjoyed it. There's a scene, yeah, I give it a B, like, there's a scene where Crazy Hatter dude had his sister, like, suspended upside down. That's literally how you bleed cattle. Yeah. Yeah. 
I, I know this because I grew up in the South. And well, she'd been dead for a while, at least a few days. Which makes sense. Bunch explained it that she had like kind of magical blood or whatever, and mutant blood from. It still whatever. coagulates, and that's I mean, what I said. I'm just saying that's what though. I said. No, he that's didn't have any like, kind of pump, so he had to do it that way. Even then, even if she had been dead that long, even if he hung her upside down, that wouldn't have worked. It would have been dried up in her arteries and capillaries. But I thought they left her frozen. I thought she was frozen because she of was. Her. She well, was then frozen. The blood, then the blood would have ice crystals in it and would be non-viable. So, but if it's that concentrated and she's really that potent as far as but, but science, but science, Jerry. Okay, but, um, and but, Jerry, but, they but weren't science. looking for it to be viable blood that still had capital, all that stuff in it. They weren't looking for that. That's not what Tetch I'm wanted. Sure. He just wants the poison out of it. So it doesn't matter. It's not like he's going to perform a transfusion. He's putting it in people's drinks. All right. On that note. <laughs> Can we do Supergirl, um, or else I will pout? No, 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 no. I want to say B. I also wanted to say the whole Jim's ex slash baby mama, like, call, pulling his card about, like, I know you choose me to, chose me to die because you knew how to would choose the opposite. And he was like, oh, no. <laughs> you were supposed to die. <laughs> like, that's a good way of, like, closing the door and kind of freeing her to her new life, whatever that is. And he knows he's toxic at this point. He knows wherever he goes, danger will go. Like, as, as cold as that was, the way he wa- was to her, it kind of made me respect him more because he realizes he's no good for any, like, real-life rational woman. So be. Okay. <laughs> you guys didn't get that or that didn't mean anything to you or you're just like, he's an asshole or... Jim! No, Jim! Jim! Like, oh, Gordon. Because his baby mama actually pulled his card and said, no, "Hey." I think he, no, I, I think he was lying. I thought he was lying. Right, that's what that. I said. That's what I said. Well, but by lying, he let her off the hook. He said, "Hey, he 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 wanted her to believe like he was the the ultimate a hole, so that she would like go on with a new life because he yeah, realized." Yeah, but he's but Jerry, here's the thing. Here's the flaw. There is when she sees that, then I mean, basically that's crazy. Basically, it's saying she still has feelings for him. She does. He, he doesn't for, want her to see that. That's why he closed that door. That's why he. I mean, you saw the, the look. No, of his face. but yes, yes. But I'm just saying is Supergirl, season two, episode four, Survivors. It's the name of this episode. Maggie and Alex are besties. Um, Maggie calls head. Alex about finding a uh, an, al- an alien in the trunk of a car, and uh, they find that the alien has bruises on his knuckles, and mm-hmm. the car is confused because it's a race that's known for being peaceful. So uh, Alex and Maggie start bouncing theories back and forth and finishing each other's sentences, and Supergirl is just kind of standing there, like, huh? Meanwhile, John is acting the same way I met when I first met a, a girl who was a geek back in the 80s. He's very excited that there's another Martian. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh, God. Uh, he, goes to, he goes to Alien's Big Easy, and, like, the first time he meets her, he's like, hey, you want to do the Bond? <laughs> and she's like, like, uh... like the first mind build, right? Yeah, right. Well, like, you know, I've used that line a few times. It's kind of like it. And it's gotten you in trouble, too, hasn't it? <laughs> yes. Has to have. 
Um, but there's a Martian uh, thing called the Bond where they share minds and you know they they're able to like achieve peace that way. But McGann is like, I don't know you. I ain't sharing my mind with you. You don't know me. I know. You need to calm down a little bit. He got a little too excited. He calm did. Down. He was like all the like, oh, bag up. Calm down. Buy a drink. Hang out a little bit. At least you know. go to dinner. Yeah. Yeah. Damn. Yeah. <laughs> anyway. Like, Pay my telephone bill. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think. Yeah, we're going to go through the whole. Uh... I mean, did I sure? No problem. Uh, John's very grumpy, tells Alex and Kara what happened, and Kara feels kind of. And then uh, Maggie calls up Alex to, with a tip, and they leave, and she leaves again, and uh, Kara's kind of alone. No, speak, but I like how. Speak to her hologram mom. I like how she, like, he was about to do that whole thing of, I'm just going to be grumpy the whole episode and not tell you what's wrong to the last five minutes. And right. she was like, I will, I can eat the pout face till you tell me. Yeah. Just tell me what's wrong with and you. Alex is like, she's right. She can pout a long time. You know? Yes. And he did. He, and he did. He looked at her and was like, you're right. You're right. We've been through this already. Um, he's been grumpy the whole, I mean, the whole show i mean yeah, he's, been he's especially guy. grumpy when he sees he sees that is true you know he meets miss marcia and then they, you know she won't you know she yeah, won't, what I is mean, it called top block <laughs> she will not do the bond with me yeah it's like uh, spock in a mock time man yeah that's what i said it's a vulcan mind meld yes yeah. can we have the sex now <laughs> oh uh, uh, went there does this has become perfect strangers are you bulky <laughs> go back to go back to go back to me post anyway. Do the dance of joy. No. <laughs> I am I'm a goat herder. Go back to me post. Damn show. How unoriginal um, are Martians just in general? Freaking name. Okay. Anyway, uh, Maggie called Alex with a tip, and she says to dress in something nice. They show they end up in this clandestine uh, location. She thought for, it was a date though. Remember she asked her. Yeah, well, I mean, for a minute there, I mean, they're all dressed up and stuff. Yeah. I thought it might be a date. She said, is this a work thing or is this a, you know, and then she told her. Right. She's been friend and zoning her, man. It's weird to see to see a woman that fine get friend zoned like that. Oh, I know. But later on, it's even worse. In the last yeah. scene, that was like, that was cock blocked. But I don't even know what you'd call that. What that is. Box blocked. Crotch block. block. Crotch block. <laughs> Box block. I don't know. <laughs> it's bad snapped. <laughs> Whoa. Fish snapped. Fish anyway. Um, the, um, <laughs> the, uh, there, there, there's an alien fight club going on run by this woman named Roulette. And, uh, who has like this really cool body tattoo. And, um, mm-hmm. They linger on quite often uh, when they're she's in the frame, and uh, Ms. Martian fights the alien they tried to you know talk to earlier. Uh, Karen interrupts the fight and then Roulette retaliates by le- unleashing a hulking alien named Draga. Remember when we covered War World for the Justice League cartoon? Yes, Draga yep. from War World. Yep, um, covered it. Kara, Kara gets her butt kicked by this giant guy, and then uh, they escape. Turns out Monel knows him from War World, so that was a nice little shout out. Right. And he tells him, you know, tells her, you know, his right leg got hurt very bad, 
uh, you know, so if you want to, you know, a good weak spot on him, that's where it would be. Meanwhile, Monel talks wind into letting him go out drinking if he's allowed to come up with a superhero name and costume. So they go yeah. out and have an, a bro night. Uh, but things get out of hand. Monel breaks the guy's arm, arm wrestling, and then throws another guy out the door. And uh, they have to get the heck out of there because they uh, don't. You it's know, funny they depowered the Daxamites for this. Yeah, because he's not to. quite. He's not yeah. as strong as uh, as uh, he can't. Well, they mentioned it too. The wind kind of runs it down. He can't fly like Kara. Mm-hmm. No, no heat vision, no cold breath. But he is super fast and super strong. Right, and then the, the comic version, they're just as powerful as the Kryptonians, and they can do everything they can do. I right, only their TV. weakness is lead instead of right. uh, Kryptonite. Yep. Right. 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 Which is like the Fae. What? No, I thought that was any metal. I thought that was, no, that was cold iron. No, it, the Fae. That's what I say. She said there's weakness as iron, right? No, I said lead. No, lead. lead. Oh, okay. Lead. Okay, yeah, you're right. Uh, I am. Sorry. No problem. <laughs> uh, the next day, John is kind of pissed about what happened with Monel. And then uh, Monel and Kara have a talk. And, uh,. She, you know, he's like, you know, she's. I know what it's like to be alone. Blah blah blah, yeah. and all this other stuff. And uh, Mom's I, I know, a babe, bro. I know. Last time I said it was gonna be five episodes before these guys hook up. Yeah. I'd like to move that up to like three. Oh hell yeah! Up to this one. Um, There's gonna be some super boning. Whoa! Now be respectful. What's happening? That's gonna be some super loving down by the there fire. There you go. There you go. Classic romantic. There you go. Classic. <laughs> Get my oh Barry, yeah! Get my Barry White album out. Oh yeah, that's right. Um, the Fight Club has changed locations. Kara is forced to ask my new girlfriend Lena Luthor. <laughs> that's all I'm gonna say about that to help her find it. Lena is like, sure, no problem, because she wants to help a friend. But she did evil face. She did evil face at the end. She did. And but she said, "Who cares? Or sure you'll help me." Well, that makes me love her even more because she, she, she can do evil face all she wants. I'm for me. sure mm-hmm. you'll return the favor. I'm, I'm, yeah. Anyway, <laughs> exactly. Oh no! Oh lord, Chubb, would you stop it? Chubb, put your flashlight okay. right away. <laughs> anyway, put it away. <clears throat> Roulette, um, uh, John goes back to talk to him again, but gets captured by Roulette's forces, and they <laughs> capture him and again. And they, you know uh, what I love? I want her to say, dude, stop coming here like that. Look, didn't I tell you no? Dude, don't be showing up in my house like that. He just come running through. He just walking through doors and stuff like Bro, she just ain't that into you. Dang. They, uh, they have a good fight scene. Well, we find out why she's not into him later. They right. have a good fight scene mm-hmm. using phase. I thought they used the phasing really cool and the flight yeah, and everything. Special effects were decent for that. Yeah, it was a good fight yeah. scene. For a TV show on the CW, very yeah. nice. Yeah. I mean, even for, like, uh, BBC. Like, I'm like, whoa. Yeah. So they stop and they, uh, uh, John is able to appeal to them again and convince her that she doesn't need to keep punishing herself by surviving by, for fight, or surviving by fighting. And then now Monel unleashes Draga, and Kara shows up in time and uses Monel's tip to take it out. Mm -hmm. Uh, Maggie and Alex show up with a SWAT team. They capture Roulette and everyone else. Um, But uh, before the, and there's going to be this fight between the aliens and the uh, the cops. But then Kara comes out and says, "Look, you know, the more we fight each other, the more we distract ourselves from real problems." Wow. Wow. Can't we just all get along? Exactly. Metaphor. You know, all over. Metaphor it all over this show. 
<laughs> people all over the world. Join in. Start a love train. Love train, dude. Um, <laughs> then Kara, using all this because she uses Supergirl as a source. Oh, true. Which I thought was weird. Um, mm -hmm. Finally impressed her boss, snap, snap her car with something. He's such um, a Kara returns to the uh, like, How do you fact check that? Yeah, exactly. Supergirl. How huh? do you how do you like like PO box freaking Supergirl? I'm saying. Who else who else uh, jumped on that Santa like Claus? too quick? Like he was he was like the ultimate sin of last two episodes and now he's like, Oh, okay, well I'm not gonna say I like this, but you know, I'm on board. But he didn't even I mean, fact check Supergirl. I can say I did that. I can say I fact checked the uh, fact checked Superman or yeah. or any any superhero if you're not gonna you know, go I behind just, me and check. Just fact checked the Oracle of Delphi just now. Exactly. What well, you gonna do about it? Podcast legit. Yeah. <laughs> Sweet. Right. <laughs> Yahtzee. So we um, Kara, Kara returns to Dio, tells Mymel that the Dio is releasing him into her custody, and then the episode ends with John paying McGann a visit and lets her know, "Hey, I'm I'm around if you need to talk." And then he gets mm -hmm. called away from work. And then McGowan looks in the mirror and transforms into a white Martian. You can't trust them white Martians. And that is mm -mm. why, that is oh, why she will not it. mind meld with John. Mm -mm. She wanted him. And the, uh, there's also a scene at the end where Alex asks Maggie if she wants to get a drink, but then gets uh, blocked by another one. She has plans for Sure did. One. Sure did. So... I like this episode a lot. I give it an A minus. I give it a B plus. I give it a solid A. I really like this episode. And the chips hate, get what? I, I hate to agree with Chubbs and his chip bag, but I give it an A. Like That ain't my chip bag. That's your chip bag. What, what game are we so playing so here with you two? What, what game are we playing? That? What are we doing? I didn't do any chips. That wasn't me. All right. All right. No, I liked it. You know what? I liked the way Roulette, like, resembled the character in the comics. Like, every time you saw it in a different scene, a different dress, mm -hmm. you saw more of the tattoo. And they mentioned War World. And a lot of immigration talk, okay. too. Like, that's and we knew, a and very like everybody, big theme. Yeah, but like, everybody is. that comics knew that she was going to be a white Martian. First of all, you were like, oh, maybe she will be. Oh, no, 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 no. She's legit a white Martian. Totally a white Martian. Well, that's why she's been nervous the whole time. Like, she always looks nervous around him. She does, but... So. Well, I thought at first it was because she was hiding the Fight Club thing, but then, no, I thought oh, it obviously, that. it's because she's a white Martian. That's only because I know the cops. If it wasn't for that... It's the day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then... Yeah, and how unoriginal are the Martians at picking names? They have to have Megan McGann and John. Okay. When you hit Ellis Island of the alien world, you can choose two names. Fine. All right, next. <laughs> the Flash. Yes. <laughs> Season three, episode five. It's also called Monster. It yeah. is. Uh, Monsters are so hot right now. Uh, we start off with H.R. Uh, Wells from Earth-19 uh, making coffee and being super-duper nice to everybody. I don't trust And then passing on Caitlin's message that Caitlin's going to take a few days off to deal with some personal business. That personal business is going to her mom, 
who is this really uh, successful biomedical researcher. Your mom is uh, kind of uh, brushes her off, and then Caitlin freezes her entire desk and computer to make her point. Ah! And then uh, they, they, they decide to test her daughter's powers. Uh, the mother hasn't really spoken to her in three years, and then uh, they they have a moment where you know she's saying that her mother became cold to her when after her father died. And Car- as her mom says, she can't understand, but Caitlin's like, "Yeah, because I can, because my husband died about a year ago." Um, this particular plotline has her, you know, testing out her cold powers, and then it turns out the lab assistant to her mom wants to use Caitlin to further his own career, and she has to, like, kind of freeze his arm and almost kills her, almost kills him. Um, her mom, you know, breaks in and says, I didn't raise a killer for what it's worth, I'm so sorry, and that really, like, kind of breaks the spell, and, uh, Caitlin's able to split. But he went all creepy-crawly, though. Like yeah. grabbing her, like yeah, yeah, he did. Definitely, he went all Trump. Like that went really. Like, <laughs> Let me grab her by. The- <laughs> I'm not touching that. But yeah, just he just no, went really. He, he went he really no, he crazy and weird, and just you know. Yeah. So there's um the latest crisis in Central City is that a giant Godzilla monster kind of just shows up with no right. explanation. It looked it looked like the Cloverfield monster. It did. I was thinking that myself. It totally did. Yeah. It did. That's have, what like, I the, thought. The segmented and so it was my, I was like, oh, Cloverfield. Yeah. Get them hipsters. <laughs> Get them. Western <laughs> <Mr>. Miller. <laughs> Barry's at his end of his, end of his rope with Julian, and we, I am too. Yeah. Until this episode. So, so Barry offers, mm-hmm. so he makes him a deal. He says, I'll move out of the lab if Julian lets him shadow him for the day. And, you know, lets him uh, intern, you know, learn from Julian. He tries to appeal to Julian's ego. And that seems to work for the moment. Anyway. Little snitch, want to go to his job, <laughs> right? Because uh, when he gets to work, it turns out you know he, uh, his his uh, uh, he's ratted him out to his boss for like nine different uh, rule infractions and being it's... late for you know little things, you know, being late for work, having a sandwich at his desk, that kind of stuff. Yeah, does he get the work done? That's what that's the only thing I care about. Does he get the work done? Yep, I guess uh, like Captain it. Singh. That's all he cares about too, because he shuts Julian down and just says, "Barry, you know." Get your shit together, pretty much, you know. I, I want to bury, just smack him in the face. Like, really, son? Come at me, bro. Oh. So everybody's kind of fishy on the new Wells, and rightfully so, because it turns yeah. out yeah, yeah. He, uh, he's not really a scientist so much uh-huh. as a science fiction writer. <laughs> Basically. And, uh, they Which is find... why he goes by HR, like a big heads up to H.G. Wells, right? Right. Uh-huh. Oh, yeah. yeah, that's right. Oh, did that just occur to you? Yeah, it did. No, I had thought that. <laughs> yeah, I was wondering this. if he was going to claim to be, like, related to H.G. Shut up, you didn't just... know. You didn't know. <laughs> Sorry. You didn't know. Put down the chips. They're not good for you. Uh, Harry, or H.R., as he's going by or whatever, really is HR. not a scientist at all. He's kind of a fraud. But he yeah. begs and pleads to for them to let him stay and to learn from them, and, and uh, they said to let him hang out or whatever. Who's the right strings too? He did make everyone's coffee drink for them to get them in the morning, and that's uh, important. All that good stuff. As they track down the monster, the monster tracks is, attacks the city again while uh, Barry and Julian are out. The, the Flash kind of saves Julian's life. Uh, electricity gets uh, blown out every time this monster shows up, and it turns out it's this 15-year-old kid. And Julian orders the guy to step away from the computer 
And when he does, Julian shoots his gun, but the Flash jumps in, catches the bullet before it reaches its target, and it turns out it's like a 15-year-old kid. He's such a dick, man. I mean, like, first of all, the first time the treat that's freaking Godzilla. You, your little gun is not going to take out Godzilla, first of all. Like, that was the dumbest thing in the world. My my first that. instinct on this is like I was like oh there's a teenager involved this is gonna be like a poltergeist situation everyone knows teenagers are stable mm-hmm. you did you really <laughs> I, I thought like, it was either that teenagers for... projecting yeah. it still kind of kind of ended up the same like somebody emotionally unstable was yeah well, who's the, well, who's the, isn't there a member of Runaways who has a pet dinosaur yeah yes Gertie. there is and she ends up she Gertie. ends up being uh. Yeah. That's what I was thinking. She it was like up... someone like phasing the, being able to phase the dinosaur in and out. I thought that's what it was. Well, I thought it was a hologram the first time. Like that, for whatever reason, it it just looked so hokey that it would sit in that one area. Hmm. Like I thought, okay, maybe these are a bunch of thieves and they use, you know, they use the distraction to go and do jobs or something. But I didn't know if they were, I didn't think they were going to do a teenager, um, you know, doing that because he's being bullied. I mean, it's still kind of the same thing. They're under duress, and they yeah. yeah. They well, it was stuff. more about the, the the. I guess it's more about humanizing. Um, what's his face? Uh, dirtbag. Julian. Julian. <laughs> more about humanizing Julian. Well, you know what? This actually was the best. The best episode with him in it because it kind of gave it. He has that moment with Barry afterwards, where he's like, "The Flash right. kind of saved me from." You know, yeah, because we kept thinking who's the villain. Kinda, like, who is this? Like, what meta is this dude? Like, what is he hiding? That is true. Like, we finally got to see him unlock. Yeah. Yeah. I'm glad it didn't take 50 episodes to get to the point where you find out his deal is. Instead of just being, like, the guy who is a dick to be a dick, like, kind of like Snapper Carr on Supergirl or whatever, now Mm -hmm. he has a little more dimension. You understand where he's coming from a little bit better. And that's all I wanted from this character to begin with. Character Um, development, yes. Instead of just being a dick for dick's sake. Being a dick for dick's sake is just stupid and lame, and we've seen it. Um, Unless you're Ollie, because he's a dick. Oh well, he's he's Batman. <laughs> he's a so dick. He's, he's allowed. Listen, he's he's gotta Batman. Be that not way. He's <laughs> gotta be that way. You leave him alone. That's right. Look oh, what happens. Look what happens when he lets people in. He, exactly. One episode later, his his worst enemy knows his uh, secret identity. Whatever. He's a dick. He's a dick. No, he come on, y'all know he. Y'all know he's a dick. No. Anyway. <laughs> Poor Julian and being all rich. And so Team Flash uh, once again confronts HR, and it turns out he's not a scientist at all. He's just the idea man. Right. Uh, he worked with a partner who's the actual brains in Star Lab. And I want to know. I thought they were going to name drop something with the partner, too. Like, yeah, I thought, I thought it was going to be like T.O. Morrow yeah, or, um, or Doc yeah. Magnus or something. Okay. Yeah. yeah. That would have been awesome. Maybe they still will. Who knows? Because they really don't mention you know the name. Um, Barry says they'll give him a few weeks to prove his worth before they send him back. Um, which is good because I, I I find it kind of goofy. Um, yeah, it's kind of contrived. Yeah, and then uh, Julian Use opens. Up, I mean, Tom Cavanaugh's having a lot of fun doing it, but um, I, I just I don't know if that character is going to fit in with me over a long period of time. It doesn't work for me like that. Like a short for a short dose, this will this will be fine, but not right. all the time. I, I want I want the other one to come back in Jesse. I, I like Jesse and him. On their Earth, I like it on this Earth. Okay. They both those characters work for me, and I don't I don't know why they have to go back so fast. Like yeah. yeah. I mean, well, and the fact that they have an easy open now, they they I mean they, they could that. work there and do eight eight to five there, you know, on right, Earth and four. Just go and back and just right. go back when they um. Yeah, I don't I don't. We see know why. Need for that. It's no Chubb. 
Right. Chub talked about it earlier, like in a day and age where if you're one of the minor networks, you have to have all of the ratings to even sustain these kind of um, sponsors. It's all the you have to action pack everything. You have to make it content dense and rich. And it's all about ratings. Well, even if they didn't want to use the money to have Jesse be, you know, use her speech, she didn't have to use her speech. She could still be in the episode. That's it true. really wasn't a it really wasn't a situation where they needed. All That's true. They're back. just trying to. They're just trying to like move everything along. Mm-hmm. Everybody's like the MTV generation plus. I mean, right. they have instant access to all the information. They want to see stuff now. They want to see stuff quick. Hashtag Jesse. There's a difference between knowledge and wisdom, right? <laughs> uh, yeah. Or information yeah. and knowledge. Anyway, um, Julian kind um, of humanizes so the himself. The character that you were talking about from The Runaways it's Nicole Maru. It's sister. She ends up being Sister Grimm that had the do- the dinosaur. Mm-hmm. Okay. And runaways. And was there yeah. a dinosaur named Gertie? Yeah, it was. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. Yeah. 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 I, I was thinking about doing a Sister Grimm cosplay, hmm. which is the evolved version of Nicole Maru. Okay. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> um, Julian admits he might have been wrong about Barry. And the no shit. For a drink. You know, which mm-hmm. is cool. I'm hoping that I'm hoping that you know it doesn't like snap back to him hating him again next episode. Like there is no, he's gonna get killed. <laughs> you know, it's gonna happen. He's, right. he's, oh. when well, you the, well, him, the way he talked about how he felt so powerless in the introduction of metas and everything right. made me seem feel to me like they're playing the seeds for him to be approached by Doctor Alchemy. Like oh, you feel and they powerless. You feel that you cannot compete in a world of metas. I will give you power. You know that you're probably not wrong there, Jim. Yeah, you've already like, set up alchemy. It just seems like they're kind of playing the seeds for that with this. You know, with him feeling powerless, uh, he felt powerless and stuff. Yeah, I don't think he's going to outlive this season, though. I don't. I don't. Either that, or he just moves back to England and confronts his parents. <laughs> Start following around uh, Captain Britain. Because that's, that is a CW thing where they come here and they're like, I'm going to make a new start. And then something happens, they resolve it. And then the next thing you know, they're like, I got to move back. Yeah, like Patty. Yeah. It's like, I got I got to move back just because. There's somebody else too I'm trying to think of that was like that. I can't remember. Okay, so I give this episode a B. Um, I enjoyed it. I, I liked yeah. the disparate parts. It wasn't like a killer, you know. Episode right. or whatever. It was a good, major episode. Good episode good. Yeah. It was good. It's still solid. I still don't understand why Caitlin won't tell them. It just it, no, yeah, right. Could, oh, we get that final like, why? the final thing at the end, the the stinger with Caitlin at the computer. Her mom sends her a video message warning her not to use her powers because it's going to change her even faster. And mm-hmm. Caitlin almost like in anger in response, you know, freezes the entire table. Monitor, no, so. no, no. <laughs> okay, Palpatine. Where did that come from? Because <laughs> that's wow, what she did. She did the eyes, and then she yeah. destroyed for no reason. Like I don't Ultimate know. Power. Ultimate power. So, what do you guys give it? I give it a B. I give it a B. That's definitely what I give it a B. I actually give it a B plus. I really, uh, it it was good. It was solid. Oh, you want to be about that with the B plus? See. Like, okay, go ahead. Be that way. See. See. Be that way. See. It was good. Like you said, there was like no, like, there's nothing that was going to, like, mark this as a pivotal episode. I still don't understand why Caitlyn, the only reason Caitlyn's holding back is for drama, is for, like, C 
W tension. I'm like, uh, it's definitely okay. what it feels like. CW it tension. It is. And the same thing. And the same thing with CSI, dude. Because they just got, like, like, this whole season has been, we need to be truthful with each other, support each other, blah, blah, blah. Austin's Creek thing. I just want to, right. away for Caitlyn to come out. <laughs> I, I just wish somebody would run in that room and be like, Caitlyn, why are you lying, girl? Why are you oh, lying? Dude. Right? And then, like, the alien from, like, Family Guy that talks in Cleveland's voice would be like, I never get to have no fun. You keep talking <laughs> about Caitlyn's alive. Tell your friend, Tell your friend And girl. boom goes the dynamite. Tell your <laughs> no. It's just, there were so many, I don't know, the clover. Why can't you get, like, a monster that doesn't look like a Cloverfield monster? It looked just like it in a different color range. I mean, make your own damn monster. I know it was a hologram. I got it's a hologram. H.R. Wells, that was cute. I like that. Oh, let's like carbon fiber rope. Yay. I don't know. Be, uh, see. I know. I know. Hard to see. That's it. Okay. All right. Let's get to Hercules. 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 Get the arrow. Arrow. Season five, episode five. The human target. And Say yes, what? we do get to see the human target in this episode. Christopher Chance himself. Now, this is so comic booky. This episode was extremely <laughs> comic booky indeed. Yes, I totally Hell agree yeah. with you. Super oh. comic booky. Especially the, oh. uh, the cameo from the other uh, from the guest character and, and everything. Uh, we start off with Renee still getting his ass kicked by uh, Church. And Church has this nice little monologue. It's not the pain that breaks people, it's the fear. Oh fear. my God! Fear of the pain. pain. What that pain yeah. brings, what happens next. That's right. In and the beast. He's so, he is so the trope. He's yeah, he so. Is. Totally. Gosh, yeah, the quintessential cliche yep. super villain. Oh, wait, you're dying? Let me tell you my plan. Oh, you asked one question? Oh, let me tell you all of my plans. Let me tell you the whole spectrum of everything. Because I thought stuff was popping for you in Bloodhaven. You know? <laughs> I thought Blood she was Haven. making that paper Great out there reference. in Hub City. Dude. Great reference. Seriously. You was making that, was making well, that since, paper. Since you're digging your own grave and you're only moments <laughs> away from death, allow me to explain right. my entire plan I'm to you. Tell you my plan. Hello! Let me excogitate at length because yeah. I have been church my whole life. I wish he started talking in wire speak, though. <laughs> I wish he did. It reminds me, every time that happens now, it reminds me of the Venture Brothers. It's like, oh, God, he's monologuing. You're going to get that hair on. We're going to push it through the water, through the docks. You know what I mean? Oh, the, the, uh, what's the, the movie with um, the chick that played Witchblade? Oh, Superbad. Where, like, the super villain, supposedly, or whatever. He's like, oh, are you telling me your entire evil plan at the end, at the moment you think I will die? You know what I wish? I wish Omar had come walking down whistling. Like, Omar's here. <laughs> whistling, man. Right. You know? like, he didn't get shot up at the stove, right? No. <laughs> no, he didn't. <laughs> he just came out of nowhere, right? With his double barrel. He'd be whistling, too. Like, I'm coming. <laughs> Y'all knew he was coming. Come on. <laughs> well, I like it's how Arrow is like the green man is coming. I do like how they did the green man. It's like, the green wants to know. <laughs> the, green, the green one wants to know. Yes. Uh, jump to Arrow Cave. Oliver is pretty optimistic they'll find Renee. Uh, he goes off to be Mayor Handsome. 
while uh, John Diggle meets the rest of the team. And Felicity gets to talk to her new boyfriend. Mayor Handsome. That's what they call him. They did do Mayor Handsome. I mean, that's basically what he does. He's not the deputy mayor Lance or... Oh, you're talking about that. Okay. No, they they called him Mayor Handsome in the paper. They called him Mayor Handsome. Quentin and Oliver decide they they need to recruit more cops after Church's attack because, you know, all their cops keep dying. So they They acknowledge that cops are dying finally. No, and they had to hire more. Yeah. Somebody somebody else must have did this episode new because it's just like, there's so many things in this episode where it's like, they make a joke about how everyone just keeps walking into the Arrow Cave. Like, is that a thing where just people just yeah, keep well, walking yeah. in and out? No, yeah, it was one of the noobs. Yeah, he was like, wait, is it, can anybody just walk? And they're like, yeah, yeah, and then they can. <laughs> yeah, I need much. to know. So, yeah, it was like somebody new did this. It was they like, hired a writer yes. that's been listening to our podcast. Thank you. It yeah. did seem like that. It it did seem like I'm a new writer for I'm the new writer for Arrow. I should have known. Dude, yeah. even Diggle's helmet changed. Yep. <laughs> well, there's even a, a scene where the guy is like, nice helmet. Yeah. See? What? I'm like, oh, my God. We've had, like, an, a positive impact on the show, finally. Anyway, uh, Green Arrow and the Arrowlets show up. Uh, they get they, they show them, like, getting information from low-level stoolies. They finally, um, they, uh, Felicity runs an algorithm, of course. To track Renee to where he's being forced to dig his own grave in a forest. Mm-hmm. Yo, um, he got swollen, son. And this, yeah, was, he done got swollen for sure. <laughs> that dude got swollen. Like, he went dude, to prison. I, I like had a pause. I know, I had a pause. <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> like, that dude went to prison. He got swollen. So anyway, um, as Renee's about to die, uh, Church, of course, explains his entire plan. For water access, <laughs> so you can turn it, you know, his drug running operation. Allow me to explain, expositate on everything that I'm going to be doing. Length. <laughs> yes, let me do elucidate at, at length in great detail. <laughs> He's just waiting for Green Arrow to die, but I guess Green Arrow isn't going to die because there he is, and he's shooting arrows, and Church and his crew run away. Uh, they get Renee back, but Renee is uh, is not real happy because he told him that he is Oliver Queen. Because the pain, it was just the pain. He just didn't even remember saying it. It was just so much. Um, Oliver gets back to the Arrow Cave, and then he has a uh, a talk with uh, Team OG Arrow, Felicity and John. Word. And uh, he's talking about, um, they say, oh, don't worry, my security detail will be sufficient. And Felicity uh, laughed out loud at him at that. John points out, he's like, your new team, your new team's a little lacking. He's like, what do we have? A Laurel Lance wannabe, a weird rag guy, a lunatic, and Curtis. Curtis just which wasn't the, who I pictured. <laughs> which is literally a relation of what's going on right now. I think if you just put that, like, in the, the episode, like, <laughs> synopsis, you'd get all that, right? Count, so. Councilman won't sign the rezoning bill that the Arrow's trying to get through, and, uh... Susan Williams, the reporter, is there. She's bitch, and hotness. Uh, I like the I like the um, I like the female anchor on uh, Notorious better. She looks All like right. a hot, hot Doctor Crusher. Hot too. Like it's 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 just more hotness than hotness. So it's like a competition. No, it's just it's just more. No, I mean he's exp- he's mansplaining. Anyway. Yeah, he's mansplaining. I, mean. I am. Thank you. Yeah, he just mansplaining. Um, I don't know. I'm going um, if Daryl if Daryl agrees, yes, <laughs> you absolutely oh, are. I didn't even, I didn't even mean to. 
I didn't even mean to. I'm sorry about that. No, yeah, you never mean to, but okay. Daryl agrees. Well, well actually, I chub too much. You start man. Cool. Well, hey, 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 hey. Um, the, the guy. <laughs> now, let me explain. No, no. The guy, the <laughs> guy, like, kind of slams the door on Oliver and says, um, "You yeah, know, this, this, uh, this deal isn't going through." He's like, yeah, "Politics is is the art of the real." Which is totally Trumpian. Yeah, but applauded. Like, it does sound like a, a Trump reference, doesn't it? Totally. Um, but, but it was derogatory, so I applaud it. I mean, we see Bill, Billy and Felicity meeting for a little afternoon delight. Meanwhile, Church is uh, making plans when Prometheus shows up that and reminds him that Green Arrow is his to kill. He shoots mm-hmm. an arrow this way, but Church hired his own mass vigilante to protect him. Now, who is this guy? I'm thinking Sportsmaster. Right. The new mask. That's what I put down. Oh, he says, he says, you hired me to kill the Green Arrow, and Church is like, nope, you're going to kill the mayor. And at first, I thought it was the new vigilante costume, and he was working undercover. Mm-hmm. But then when I realized he actually, you know, tries to kill Oliver and stuff. It wasn't. And I don't see a listing of this guy's name. I didn't have any idea till Daryl said something in chat today, and that's. He was on. If people watch the Young Justice, if you don't know from the comic books, if you watch the Young Justice cartoon. It would, he's yeah, on yeah. that too a lot, but he basically looks like he's he's got like the different. He looks a lot like uh, a, like a mixture of vigilante and uh, wild dog actually when you think about it. Who like, is this now? The vigilante in the cartoon? Hmm. Who are you talking about now in, in Young Justice? Sportsmaster. I mean, oh, his suit looked a little bit like a mixture of wild dog yeah. and and vigilante because it's he's just a regular outfit. You know, it's a regular outfit with like pads. Right. You know, knee pads. Uh, um, like a, a like a kind of military grades, you know. Well, this guy's thing looks like armor, like armor, armor. Yeah, know. but military does have like body armor. It, but like, it looks military grade. It didn't look more uh, like Stark tech than than like military armor. Mm-hmm. To me, anyway, the guy with the mask. Uh, yeah, but if you're like black ops, you don't want to like register and like transmit high military. It looked, like a, it looked like a halo armor to me. Well, that would be black ops, no. Yeah, but like far future black ops, you know. Well, this is comic book land, so. Uh, yeah, it's comic book land, though. <laughs> but there's no name for it. I don't know. There's no. I mean, let me hold up. Keep talking. Keep talking. I'm gonna look this up. Oliver tries to Oliver Hi. tries to get over on, or tries to cut a deal with the TV journalist, mm-hmm. and the TV journalist is like, you know, "Give me," he's like, "Give me a month without any attack pieces." Right. So you can win her trust, and she's like, "Yeah, right, whatever." And here's my cell phone number. But not for exclusives, if you know what I mean. You know what it is. What does that mean? That's why they call him Mayor Handsome. Oh, man. Brown chicken, brown cow. They call the council member back. They they blackmail him into uh, shining. No, they white mail him. They They actually white mail him. (laughs) They white mail him into uh, (laughs) signing on with their uh, (laughs) rezoning. And yeah. that's when Church's hitman shows up and drills Oliver in the chest like three or four times. Yes. And the, Wasn't it kind of funny? How, well, you didn't get to that part, yeah. It was like the spray. No, it was like dramatic. I'm like, oh, snap. And then the person I was watching was like, no, human target. I'm like, but spray, arterial. He's like, human target. Human target. I know. I knew that even <laughs> the, show's not the, called, the show's called Arrow. They're not going to kill him. You know what I mean? And that's, right? But I was like, but Ollie's like, I was like, dude, arterial spray. It's a spray. He's like, no, human target. I'm like, but he looks like Ollie, human target. But okay, you know what? 
the CW's makeup artists would have got away with it. it oh, you know what? We're all wrong. If it Is it Scimitar? Is that yes. no? Yeah, That's exactly what we're looking at. Yeah, I'm looking at uh, IMDb credits for the episode, and it's got Scimitar. Scimitar. Yes. Yeah, that's his name, Scimitar. Huh. Weird. But it is weird because if it's a Scimitar, I'm thinking. That doesn't make he sense. use flame swords and stuff? Yeah, yeah it does. Yeah. He's not um, like an assassin for hire, as far as I know. No. He's like a, no. He's a villain. Oh, uh, so that's weird. weird. I, I hate to like, pull off the latex mask. We're supposed to What's interesting that. is he's one of the fight coordinators. The actor that plays him, he's one of the fight coordinators on the show. Mm-hmm. Did he also do effects for Scooby Doo or no? What? Hmm? What? I feel- she's oh, on her own tangent about the human target. We haven't even gotten there yet, Jerry. Okay. Right. We're still talking about him getting shot, and we're trying to figure out who the guy that. is who shot him. That's a good question. Okay, go ahead. Yeah, this is... This, they call him Scimitar, but he's totally... Like, he's the one that was in the first Suicide Squad comic. Mm-hmm. Like, he was the one with the flame swords, and he was... Right. You know, yeah. different stuff. Like, that's totally not... I guess they just threw a name on it and just... I mean, they do that a lot in the series, though. They want to they throw, like, everything. They should just Sportsmaster, then. Hey, that guy, the guy that played him is also a, a stuntman on Fear the Walking Dead. Mm-hmm. Snap! All right. It's all connected. Keep my eye on it. Anyway, um, Oliver's cool. He's in the Arrow Cape because, of course, he was shot. He wasn't shot. It was Christopher Chance, the human target. Beautiful use of the of human target. And like that, it, that's the guy who was, who played him on the show, too, right? The Fox no. TV show? No, totally different guy. I love that show, so I, I would have known oh, it was that. I, I, yeah, I was upset when that show got taken off the air because I but was he really wasn't. that show. I, as much as I love that show, that really wasn't the human target. Though. No, it wasn't, but I love that show. That show had a good formula. I, it just worked yeah, well. Yeah, but you can't really do... That's the thing, though. You can't do an accurate comic book version of the human target show. Because each show, he shouldn't be the actor. It should be him right. being whatever person that you know he becomes. So it, he would not have a lot of screen time. It, I don't think any actor would want to do that role. Like having a mask all the time, right? Yeah, but I, I really I, that that TV show was good. He's also the one that lets it slip to Oliver that Felicity's seeing someone else. I like how he just basically was like, "And we ain't got time for all this. Let me just tell you something." Yeah, break it down for you. Your ex girlfriend has a boyfriend. She moved on. I got you a number of a new girl that wants to hook up with you. Uh, get your shit together. It's all right to move on with your life. No, nobody moves forward in life when they're hiding behind a mask. Exactly. I love. I like it. it you know, what we did. We jumped three, four uh, episodes of nonsense that we would have had to deal with, like CWness yeah. that we would have. Had yeah, to deal with. of Oliver being dead, quote unquote. Right. And, yeah. Right. Like we didn't have to go through any of that stuff. We just went straight forward. Did they found out about this publicity stuff? Get that out the way. Move on. Boom, boom. And that's it. Loved it. Over in the other uh, part of the in the hive hideout that Diggle has taken over, uh, John's hey, trying. We're, we're going to get a bunch of inspirational speeches from John to Renee. We are. A lot and of, they, a lot they of Diggleisms. They got smitten with uh, Barton. You know that? <laughs> yeah. No doubt. Um, Renee's, you know, pissed that he let down Oliver, but like John is like, you know, my own brother tortured me, you know. 
Mm-hmm. He did that voice too, like yeah. that gravelly, like super it's like, dramatic Diggle, Diggle yeah. voice. When Diggle's getting yeah. serious, when Diggle gets serious, he talks a little yes. bit slower and a little bit yeah. lower. Mm-hmm. Yes. <laughs> Every time. No, he does. He's like, you can tell. It's like, you'll pay attention. I am being super dramatical. Diggle talk right about now. looking cut, man. Diggle, <laughs> Diggle is yeah. cut, dude. He's working I out. Just he said that. Oh. Here's the funny part. He like me. he was all sweaty from working out, and then he put a jacket on. Thank you. Oh my god. Who does I that? Paused <laughs> it. No, dude. The, the guy I was like watching it with. He's like, "What are you doing?" I'm like, "Um, Diggle." <laughs> he's like, "Yeah, yeah." He was like, "Him and Ollie were shirtless the whole first season." I'm like, "But Diggle." <laughs> Between him and what's his name, uh, the noob dude, Renee. Renee. I mean, they're like crazy dig. I mean, they're crazy diesel, like sweaty. Yeah, they got they, they did some jail. That's what D'Angelo. Like, they got yeah. the D'Angelo D. They've been eating, uh, drinking all of the protein. They're like they're weight gain. All, all the all that all the muscle milk is gone. I mean, I'm not gay, you know, but if I was a girl. <laughs> <laughs> I just said that in it. I knew you would get it. I'm like, I'm just saying, girl. Snaps uh, up. Circle. If you said get in the car, I mean, I would. Wait. Can you guys guys, edit in? It's raining men at this point. Right here. Mm. (laughs) Oh, because he was doing it. Just ask our listeners to picture that. I remember this actor from other, like, he, I've seen him in so many different shows British, as he's yeah. been younger, you know, growing up. He's like, tiny, reefer. Skinny. Like, always, yes. always tiny. He's always like the made up hell. And the dude with the shovel, and I'm like, he's shoveling, and I'm like, yo, when he go to prison? Like, Hercules, Hercules. <laughs> when he get that... But you know what? When right? you gotta deal with Steve, if you gotta be on that show, you gotta you gotta like train like crazy, or else you don't even want to walk in the door. No, the only way to reverse the aging process is to lift, bro. Yo, we're lifted. Um, John takes him back to to like kind of remember what what uh, Church had said, or if he'd given any details away, and they figure out where um, he's going to be, and they are going to suit up and go out there and. Renee wants to stay behind so he doesn't screw up. But John, of course, with another dualism, when it comes to guilt and recrimination, <laughs> the line forms behind me. I'm wearing this suit again because I think it's a path to redemption. And it could what? be for you, too. I have been black my entire what? life. Yep, that was the line. <laughs> you know what, and then, he hands, then he hands him his helmet. No, he has. Get the backpack, baby. What are you talking about, John? Then he hands him Wild Dog his helmet before they go out. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. I've been black my whole life. <laughs> yeah. <Yes. laughs> they get out there and uh, Spartan and the gang mix it up with the rest of the baddies. Chance is there, too. He's one of the gang members. And uh, that that helps their fight. Um, they got that um, that guy, the, the guy we cannot identify in the armor is out there fighting. And then Church and uh, Green Arrow kind of uh, confront one another. Church is like you know playing around with the fact he knows his identity. They fight and fight, 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 and then uh, Green Arrow takes Church down, and uh, but then Church warns him about Prometheus coming for him. Right. The steps to City Hall the next day. Uh, but Oliver apologizes for faking his own death in front of the entire city <laughs> in the most Why graphic not? way possible. Oh, and by the way, that rezoning thing passed. Oh yay! Felicity shows up as Chance is leaving and starts to babble. Oliver, 
And then uh, Oliver's like, I, I care about you. I will always care about you. It's a mortal lock. I can't help but care about you. I've been gay my entire life. <laughs> <laughs> it almost like they played it like she was about to tell Oliver, I'm still in love with you. And then when it Oliver did. stopped it her, did. Right it, thing, that's where like, I thought it was going. Like, why would you speak? Shut up. Because she looked like she was like, oh, I didn't know he was going to say that. Yeah. Ass, hard pass. Yeah. There was a, there were a bunch of flashbacks to him being in Bratva. And, you know, you're Bratva, I'm not Bratva, you're Bratva, I'm not Bratva. I didn't mind it. It was all right. He gets his yeah, ass kicked I, a lot. Really did, I wasn't annoyed by it. Well, didn't I, need it, though. It, I mean, I like the Yakov Smirnov appearance. It just felt like it bit it more than most flashbacks did. Drink vodka. Um, <laughs> after the final back, after the final flashback, we get the scene that we've seen about twenty times in Arrow of the police caravan taking the the high uh, um, yes. intensity prisoner to jail, and they're taking church. And it's always the same thing. It's like two or three cop cars before and in front of the. They probably can use a stock footage by now. Yeah, and of course they get attacked, but this time when it happens, you're inside. You're you're inside the van with uh, Church and the guy guarding him. You only hear what goes on outside. Thank you don't Lord. see it. And then uh, finally, the guy's inside there with Church pops up in the back of the truck, and he gets killed. And Prometheus is there and uh, k- kills him immediately. And Prometheus is taking out everyone. Every cop is dead. And Church bargains for his life. He's like, "Look, uh, I can tell you who the Green Arrow is." Uh, uh, it's Oliver Queen. You'll be the only one who knows. Right. And then uh, he goes, and hey, we cool. And uh, Prometheus takes a and throws a uh, throwing star to the church's neck and right. k- kills him. It's funny how he did that. We cool. We cool. Yeah. That's all. He's Oliver Queen. We cool. I don't know if you know this, Daryl, but he's been black his entire life. His entire life. I didn't know. I didn't know until that last part of that scene. Wait, he was black? Again. Yeah. Trump just can't see color. I swear. <laughs> okay, so that was The Human Target, Episode 5, Season 5. What do you guys give it? Yeah, I give it an A. I absolutely loved it. I give it an A. I I, I agree. I I a minus, but yeah, it was used my favorite, one of my favorite dudes, my human target dude. I got him, and they used him the right way. Yeah, like the way he's supposed to be used, except for the Scooby mask. Well, well, what are you gonna do? Can't do everything. I I don't know if you know this, but the CW special effects department, they would have got away with it too. Yeah. If it weren't for those meddling like, kids, yeah, that's true. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> you want Takamoto's greatest creation? Sure. So, what do you give it, Jerry? Give it an A. It was fun, and even though it was like a good Renee? comic book from the eighties, I thought it sort of reminded me of. You, you yeah. guys didn't didn't you didn't introduce us at the beginning of the show, but I wanted to be introduced from one of the speeches by Renee where he was like this is one of those hippy dippy like <laughs> 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 hippy meditation yeah, things meditation things dude I'm like a yogini that's like derogatory AF and I was still kind of amused he said <laughs> like that I was I was hoping you'd say and then sister throat punch who was 
you know, for lack of a better term, one of those hippy dippy meditation chicks, right? Yes, I love the I love um a DC TV podcast. We have an awesome Facebook group, and there've been a lot of really cool memes and discussions going on there. Uh, I remember last week we talked about how he's able to cornrow his hair. Uh, somebody, uh, yeah. Carlos Carmona, put up a put up a, a, a good meme. Yeah, who has time to cornrow their hair before a fight? <laughs> it's true. Vikings. It still makes no sense. Um, hello, Vikings. Did you guys see the History Channel? I mean, that's history, right? Vikings. Vikings are history. <laughs> I almost said that. I almost said that without laughing. Y'all. Yes, yes, you did. Yes, you did. Really on the rock. <laughs> Um, just a few news bits before we talk about the Batman 66 animated deal that uh, Chubb wants to mention. Uh, as we talked about earlier, it was reported at CBR.com that DC Comics TV series generate $1 billion a year in revenue. Shut up. That's with a B. A billion dollars a year. That's three commas. Mm. Also, wow, that's commas after commas. Mm-hmm. And it was the TV division and the money the Suicide Squad broke in that had the brought in that had WB achieving solid earnings in 2016. Um, they did, did better than they actually thought they would, considering the the um, kind of lukewarm uh, reception that Batman v Superman had. So uh, we also got uh, casting Talia Al Ghul is finally going to be part of the Arrowverse. Mm-hmm. I mean, we you know we've had we've had her sister Nissa, of course, played by Katrina Law, right? And uh, <laughs> Talia Al Ghul will be played by Lexa Doig. How'd that go again, Jim? I like Katrina Law. She's a, <laughs> she's a good-looking lady, mm-hmm. um, which is awesome considering I, I I love that character Talia, and uh, yes. I, I guess they said for a long time they didn't want to touch her because she was so close to the bat. Yeah, because you know, yeah, of the last movie, yeah. Um, but it seems like it seems like they get closer and closer to uh, you know like taking more, you know more and more stuff you know appropriating more and more stuff. We also have a uh, a new detective, formerly from Central City, moving to Star City. Uh, Juliana Harkavay is playing uh, Tina Boland, a new uh, a new uh, police officer on Arrow, who's probably going to get killed because you know most of the police officers on Arrow in Star City. Yeah, he did. He did. He's <laughs> a red shirt. Yeah, he did. He yeah, and something yeah. something else interesting happened this week. Uh, Rick Famuyiwa, uh, the guy who was um, going to direct the the Flash movie, has, mm-hmm. left, has left due to uh, creative differences. I'm uh, disappointed, man. I loved uh, Dope. I love that yeah, movie. Directed. It, it was a good movie. Are you right? surprised though? He's like literally an artistic director, and oh Not my god! Really? Because Patty Jenkins. I, I mean, well, look, Patty Jenkins is mostly known for doing Breaking Bad episodes, and they gave exactly. her Wonder Woman. Yeah. I mean, she did Monster, you know, which mm-hmm. is an Academy-nominated movie, but I mean, she, so she's pretty known for like art style movies, and they gave her a That's big budget. Like, okay, yeah. Right. So, I mean, I think that there are. I mean. Look at look at James Gunn before Guardians of the Galaxy. He was best known for like doing little horror movies like Squirm and, and Scooby Doo, awesome yeah, things like that. But and like, would have got away with it. So, <laughs> but uh, you know, they I think you know the, with, the way to go a lot, a lot of times with these are, are to bring in you know new directors and give them a new, um, you know, bring in the new take on the character and the new yeah. new you know new look at it. So, 
Um, we got a full season two for Lucifer. They uh, picked up the uh, thirteen episode, the back nine, as they call it. Um, this is thirteen. They said, "Well, yeah, they started with the second. Second season started That's with thirteen apropos. episode pickup, and now that is pick- apropos. Apropos. Oh, thirteen. Uh-huh. Haha. I get it. <laughs> oh, I get it now. <laughs> took me a second, but um, yeah, it's going to bring the episode count to a full season of twenty-two. Uh, they said okay. the Fox presidents, the entertainment presidents, said they're very happy with the way the show is performing. Yeah. Um, so." Those, that, like I said, the uh, the Wonder Woman trailer, of course, dropped this week, and uh, that was pretty sweet. We had a trailer showing the Shade coming up in the Flash, which is awesome. Yeah, man. One of my favorite villains. So I want to see how they they put him across. Um, that's a bit about that's a, about it for the DC TV news. Um, Chubb, I know you wanted to talk about the uh, the Batman sixty six Return of the Cape Crusaders. Yeah, go ahead, Chubb. Well, I mean, I just wanted to briefly mention it. I didn't know, you know, because, but I figured Daryl would really want to talk about it. Cause he was <laughs> punch out, punch in your Wow. I, I don't know. I mean, just what did you think? What the hell? <laughs> That's my oh ringtone on my phone. Oh, my God. I was like, oh who did Lord. that? Dang, homie. Lord. For some reason, my parents were calling. But anyway. <laughs> wow. Ew. That just happened. That's oh. that weird. Like, can we can you cut that? Because I oh, feel no, like about no. that. Gotta leave that in. I th- I, I, I just feel like it's way too far. Oh, good lord. Um, <laughs> I think I just found Black Jesus. <laughs> so there was a directed DVD release and video on demand release of a new animated movie, uh, Batman sixty six: Return of the Cape Crusaders. Oh. With the um, uh, Adam West, Burt Ward, and Julie Newmar doing uh, reprising their roles as uh, Batman, Robin, and Catwoman, respectively. Uh, we... saw yeah. Well, I saw the first twenty oh. minutes of it. That's about all I could deal with. I want to hear your opinion on it. Mm-hmm. Go, ahead, go, go. Well, I I I really liked it. Um, I mean, it was campy, cheesy, really stupid in parts, but that's what that show was back then. And this was just it, it was a good homage to it, and it and it was very meta in how it knew it was making fun of itself. And I mean, there was some really good spots. Like, I mean, at one point they're doing their little usual fights with the Biff and Boff and all that stuff, and uh, Batman's talking to to Catwoman and he gets conked over the head or something anyway his vision he starts seeing triple of everything but when he looks at Catwoman and sees triple it's still Julie Newmar but on the right it's Eartha Kitt and on the left it's Lee Merriweather (laughs) I mean just little funny goofy things like that it was it was just fun um you know it was really fun to hear you know Adam West and Burt Ward doing those voices again the 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 little innuendos with Aunt Harriet were kind of funny too, yeah. and uh, you know, and just some of the. It, it was just over the top cheesy, and I loved every minute of it. How much were you intoxicated slash blown? <laughs> How many sugar cookies did you eat? You like asking it? for a friend? Asking for a friend. Well, I I, I <laughs> was time not... long time asking for a friend. <laughs> <laughs> I was not. I was not of sober mind. We'll just leave it at that. I bet right, you were. You should not have been and operating I'm heavy sure. machinery. I don't think sure. you were. It makes a lot of sense. 
That's awesome, though. I, I agree. If you enjoyed it, you enjoyed it. Yeah, yeah. it's cool if you like. Well, I'm not. Like I'm not an apologist. I was. I'll say. I mean, the '66 that? Batman. That that was my gateway drug into superheroes and comics. Was was that? And I mean, I I look back very fondly at at that show, and I love love what they did with this animated. I don't think that they really necessarily need to do another one or anything, but it was it was a nice little shout out to the original where it all where it all began see i don't want to sound like like i'm being cruel or whatever but like i i like batman 66 just fine just for what it is i watch it with my kids and i think the comic is cool too a friend of mine from the pop uh who listens to one of the podcasts sent me the hardcover of the first batman 66 comics oh nice and they're fun you know they're, they're fun for what they are I just felt like that, you know, Adam West is 70s, maybe 80 years old. He's Bert, 88. Okay, Burt Ward's maybe 10 years younger than him at the He's most. He's 71. And, and, and uh, Julie Newmar is 70, right? Yeah, but it's it's just yep. that the, it just seemed like their voices couldn't keep up with the script at some points. And, and, and it's all, I understand, you know, it's all, it's all cool, but I like... I just I, I don't know I wasn't I've the campy parts didn't seem campy enough and it just seemed like it was a little too self-aware to me and it was just like oh yeah remember that other thing it was like member berries from uh, <laughs> from <laughs> South Park remember Chewbacca remember Chewbacca remember this remember this or or the Saturday Night Live skit like um remember this one oh Chris Farley skit remember this one time when you were in the movie and you said this line right. remember that was so cool. <laughs> Exactly. It's kind of how I felt watching it, and it's awesome, I, I you know. Agree I mean, to a I'm point not, on the voices because, I mean, but Julie Newmar sounded like an old lady. That well, was no, it's it's fine. That's not even what got me. It was like the writing. It just seemed like there were definitely okay. it was a lot of fan service. You know, they're definitely pandering Open to the base, and that's fine. That's no problem. I'm just not that. Okay. That, I'm not that. So it's cool. I'd say if you're a big fan of the show, to check it out, that you probably have fun with it. So Daryl, don't don't go. I I wouldn't even. I'm gonna watch it now. Like, I've I, like since we talked about brownies, I have legit never heard Chub Toad sound enthusiastic about much else. So like, I'm gonna watch it for real. <laughs> <laughs> so now I may watch it. I don't even know. I mean, <laughs> I don't even know. You guys are so old. You're all like. All like not on my lawn, and like this is my great and like all this stuff, and like f your couch. I don't even know you guys anymore. <laughs> all your couches, you know. I can right? I'm. I can say <laughs> I give higher level grades to these shows than you do every week. So I don't know what you're talking about. Me being grumpy there. It's high. What is learning? No. <laughs> what? <laughs> I don't know. I think Jerry high too. I was just quoting Higher Learning. It's this one movie. There's guy Omar Epps was in. Oh yeah, I went to the movies yeah. to see that. I liked How High. Yeah, me too. Yeah, How High. Oh my I went to the movies to see that too. I did too. I did too. And then, oh, you just touched on a favorite. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> and there's your double feature for tonight after you're done with the podcast. Boom. Higher Learning and then How High. That's right. But you have to watch both. Actually, they, they both end the same way. That's fine. 
Okay. If you're enjoying this part of the podcast, then by all means, find out, find <laughs> Google Doug Benson on Google and listen to his podcast, Doug Likes Movies. Yeah, that's, right. that's all he does is smoke pot and talk about movies. Anyway. What? Yeah. I great... know. I know. He said that. <laughs> Brownies, you guys are totally yeah. So anyway, uh, thanks every, thanks guys for joining me. If you like geeky podcasts, and I imagine you do because you've been listening to this one for a while, then head over to the Taylor Network of Podcasts where you can find a plethora of podcasting goodness, including Gotham by Geeks. And uh, no apologies, and nothing's on, and go truck yourself, and all kinds of and uh, all kinds of other great podcasts over there. Plus, it's a great site for uh, for news and for um, just keeping up on geek news and everything. The, there are always press releases, but going up and new photos and new things. Check it out, the Taylor Network of Podcast dot com. And uh, when you're done with that, head on over to hhwlod.com. We can check out Daryl and Chubb and myself and other. Um, erudite individuals discussing the walking dead tv show um every week and uh, now that the real walking dead is in effect i am part of that mix again as well although i missed last week uh due to unforeseen circumstances but we're getting well, into you got the kingdom. your zombie fix from legends this week so. yeah there you go uh, confederate zombies so what could be better right podcast. totally big zombies but anyway the uh walking dead if you're a fan of the show and i know a lot of people are but by all means uh, listen to that podcast because we have a lot of good discussion there about uh, things going on there. And we're moving into the Kingdom uh, uh, storyline, which should be really yes. interesting. Yay. Absolutely, for sure. Also, I have that t-shirt stuff. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Also, also there is It's All Connected, the Marvel uh, TV podcast. They do for Marvel TV what we do for DC TV, although they're, they're slackers because they only have like a couple shows at a time, and we have six. I know. Uh, we're That's more, just we're mental. dedicated. Uh, I know. But they do a great job over there with Russ and, and Johnny oh. and all them. It just dropped and, a new episode. Too. Yeah, I know. It's awesome. And uh, also, Half Hour Wasted, The Podfathers, the guys who from the show that we all spun off from, uh, all us weird Legion of Dudes dudes. Um, they're back in business as well, so definitely check that out. They're so funny. I know. I know. I know. Thanks for giving a young, bright-eyed Jim Dietz a chance in this hard scrabble, <laughs> live on the razor's edge, laugh Good in the face God, of death golly. world of podcasting. Thank you, uh, HHW. Gosh, and I also want to thank you, Daryl, and you, Rich, and you, Jerry, for joining me again. And until next week, we have another full slate of DC TV. Say goodnight. We're Good night. Good night. Good night. Okay, my house guests are here. <laughs>